0: Power. Hello, I'm Matt Bergman, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast. What episode is it, Kyle? Uh, it's 152. 152. You had one fucking job, dude. You <laughs> right. had one fucking job. I gave you a jack napkin. Uh, you know, how, 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 does <laughs> how does this happen, dude? Uh, what kind of job was this? I'm very sorry. <laughs> yeah, what, I
1: feel <laughs> shame. What kind of employment is this? Yeah,
0: I, I'm here tonight with uh, Jared Schneiderman. What's up, man? John Vibes. What up? Uh, Phil Dasing, what's going on? And Kyle Wagner, fucking up the board. Uh, oh,
1: sorry. <laughs> okay, so we've all been there.
0: Yeah, dude. So what is this? Uh, so topic number one. Um, it w- did you want to talk about um, running into Alexis last weekend first, or, or is it earlier this week?
1: Yeah. So I well, it was uh, yesterday actually. Um, yeah, I ran into Alexis Schlegel at a at a bar in Remington in Baltimore, and. Uh, you know, he came over. I was with two of my buddies. Um, one of them's libertarian. The other one's kind of like somewhere between, like, libertarian and, like, I'm just worried about my own shit. Like, I don't care, you know? Like, slightly apathetic. Apathetic, yeah. Um, that's good, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's better why, than, uh, that's why yeah, we're friends. Yeah, yeah. better than, you know. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so, uh, yeah, so uh, Alexis comes over. And, you know, I start talking about like, oh, you know, when are you come back on the podcast, and he's like, "I'm a little bitch. I'm never coming back on." Now yeah. he didn't say that, but <laughs> um, so then, uh, so <laughs> then he we just start talking about, you know, like the recent gun control shit, and, and he's like, "Yeah," you know, and he's like, you know, the government's not looking out for our best interests, and like my friends are like agreeing with him. and like it's going on that, and then all of a sudden it just takes a turn, and we're <laughs> when we're talking about like aliens like creating humans and like (laughs) he is awesome man that's my kind of shit right there you can just see their like faces are like they're like starting to be like wait what the fuck (laughs) i love bringing up that kind of shit in
2: pleasant company man
1: yeah well they're not gonna get like offended or anything they're just like who what the fuck is he talking about these are your friends yeah these are my friends yeah visiting um yeah they didn't know what they were getting themselves into no no i mean i knew what was gonna happen i knew where this (laughs) was headed um, But, yeah, that was just a little funny anecdote from this weekend.
3: Man.
1: That is awesome.
0: So, yeah. uh, <laughs> so um, last weekend, um, Kyle and uh, M- Mr. Lord Vibes, or we're going by Lord Vibes now. Officially, that's what you're going by. <laughs> uh, that's I know. You're, you're Vibes, dude.
2: Word, word. Yeah. Continue. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. Anyways. So, anyway, anyways, you guys went to uh, Liberty Con.
2: Yeah. We got yeah. conned into Liberty, yes. <laughs> yeah, it, it uh, used to be
4: ISFLC, the International Students for Liberty Conference, and they rebranded it to LibertyCon this year. I don't know what the reason was behind the rebranding. Maybe it
0: had something to do with the the price of admission into LibertyCon. It's not that bad.
4: I mean, I got <laughs> you know you were talking about it on the podcast last now, yeah, week. Like, yeah, it was, it was like pretty high, I think well, I paid was it one hundred and fifty or something. I
0: think I paid seventy bucks. Did Did you have to do like uh, like an HJ and then you got like uh, uh, like a half price thing or
4: no? I just typed in a code on the um,
0: did you just go for one day?
4: No, I did I had all three days. Oh. Um did, did you buy did, it maybe far in advance? It wasn't that far in advance, but it was a few months ago and they, they were doing a promotion like all, all a leading up to it. a few months ago? Yeah, well they their Facebook page, um Students it, for Liberty Facebook page has been Like
0: did did you camp out for tickets? I I did it online, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> Calm down, <laughs> dude.
2: I think I was the only one there in pajamas. I think that that happened again.
0: Wow, and you're you're you brought them here tonight too.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, that's awesome.
4: Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it tends to be uh, people are usually dressed up in either suits or you know, tie, They either have a tie or they're like business casual. I was
2: underdressed for real. Like usually, mm-hmm. like I'm a little bit underdressed, but I, I was a lot underdressed at that joint. <laughs>
4: Um, it was a three-day conference. I noticed attendance was down a little bit from last year. I don't know why. It's not really the best sign for the liberty movement that attendance <laughs> is dropping. But in um, the Friday night was the like introductory introductory remarks. The head gave a speech about the movement. Uh, he was a little condescending. He was kind of being like, you know, libertarians, we need to stop just trolling people on Facebook. And
1: who was this?
4: The his name's like Wolf Van. Lauer or something like that. He's the head of Students for Liberty, um, which is a large organization that um, hosts these events. But dude, um, that,
1: if we, if we follow that advice, we're gonna lose the meme war. Right? Yeah, I,
4: I, well, I, we, you'll we have can't to lose the meme war. You have to message him on Facebook and tell him, remind him about the meme, meme. Yeah,
1: the meme war <laughs> is important. It is. Um, we are
2: deep in the trenches right now. I mean,
1: right now the left is pretty shitty at memes, so we've at least got that edge on them. Yeah, but then you've also got the alt right, and they're good. They're pretty good. Yeah, they they are like our China, dude. What's that?
2: (laughs) They're like our China. Exactly. Yeah.
4: You had um, China, (laughs) China. You know, um, China. It was what's Gillespie's first name from Reason? Uh, It's Gillespie. Gillespie. (laughs) And I I think his name is is
0: Nicholas. Was he there? Dude, the CoinTEL Pro don't get like information, like documents to go over before coming on libertarian shows.
1: You don't get the brief. No.
0: Sometimes
4: (laughs)
1: Sometimes <laughs> like I just like I would come
4: um, you know, struggle with pronunciation. Pro. and
0: stuff. Just, I kind of. Anyway,
4: Nick <laughs> I mean, Gillespie. Uh, uh, yeah. He he uh, came yeah, on you know, afterwards.
0: Gillespie. N- N- Gil. Nick Gillespie. I'm never going to. Whatever get this it yeah. is, yeah. whatever it is. It's yeah. besides the, the point. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. And then the uh, next day they had. Just giving um, you a hard time. They had a, a Bitcoin um, debate. It was uh, Peter Schiff. Versus have you bought any yet? Sterling Lujan. Yeah. I have not, but it was interesting. They did a poll of the audience, and were just like raise your hand if you own bitcoin raise your hand if you own gold and it was like you know raise your hand if you own both and a lot of hands went up for all three questions so and
2: what this was kyle wagner's favorite part when uh he asked how many people would be willing to go to jail to uh, keep their bitcoin and pretty much everybody kept their hands up i thought that was so stupid <laughs> i was like you know uh,
4: let me see you know put your money where your mouth wait, is we who, who who are putting Actually, our money where our mouth is who, who said that it was a uh, question posed by, by the moderator, Schiff, okay. I think, or, or yeah, shift or the moderator. Yeah,
2: I just was like, okay,
4: maybe you guys would, maybe, but like the most, most businesses, most corporations, I mean, they're not going to mess with anything that's illegal like that. They're, they they want to be in compliance with the law, so it's never going to take off as a as a widespread medium of exchange if the government makes it illegal.
0: So what you're saying, you you'll never be able to pay for your blowjob permits with Bitcoin. <laughs>
4: I mean, I, I don't want the government to make it illegal. I think that it's a really cool technology. Um, I don't even necessarily believe that it needs to be backed. I don't believe that it needs to be backed by a commodity. You know, that's kind of Schiff's whole point. He's like, well, gold has intrinsic value. And then, is Ster- isn't it Sterling? Yeah. Sterling was saying, well, no, value is subjective. Yeah. And he's absolutely correct. You know, Schiff is wrong, is wrong on that
1: point. Yeah. Um, it was a great... Uh, debate on, I think it was Sterling that made the post, and I, I got into it with like some some kid on there. Oh yeah, I don't know if he's a kid, but whatever. I'm kind <laughs> I'm kind of condescending, I guess. But, uh, some guy, Just some a guy, little bit. Yeah. a little bit. But uh, yeah, he was like trying to like twist the words around because he was like, yeah, you know, gold has intrinsic value. He was basically repeating what Schiff was saying. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he has a point that you know, gold has intrinsic value because. You know, it's used in computers or whatever. It's right. used in like a lot of things, Jewelry. you know. But that, but that still isn't intrinsic. It just so happens that human beings have, in general, the market. You know, the market of human beings has decided that these things are valuable. Mm-hmm. But that that could shift. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, 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 not
2: even water has intrinsic value if you're drowning in the ocean. You know what I'm saying? It's that everything. Sure, is yeah. entirely subjective. Yeah. And diamonds yep. are not valuable if you are in the middle of the desert. Right. So, like, the only reason that gold really was a big deal and necessary in our previous economy was because there was no other mechanism to prevent inflation. Mm-hmm. Having the currency tied to a commodity like gold, it prevented inflation. But with cryptocurrencies, there are mechanisms in place where there are limited supply. Mm-hmm. So, it does the same thing that gold sought to do in the American economy.
0: Yeah, well, you could also make the argument that... So gold still has value. You could also make the argument that Bitcoin's more limited than gold. Because, I mean, like, do you honestly think that we've found, like, all the gold on, on the planet?
1: No, of course not. That's why they have gold mining companies. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's exactly my point. Yeah, or what? Or what if we go to Mars and we find like there's a fucking giant reserve of asteroids? We're mining asteroids. Yeah, but I mean, we're
0: we're not going to find Bitcoin on Mars. You know, it's it's Bitcoin is like maximum scarcity. Yeah. Or, or not maximum scarcity, you know, but, but I mean, it's pretty fucking scarce. That's, that's, that's all my point is. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, Shift's
4: big point, and I, which is absolutely right, is he's like, just because Bitcoin is limited doesn't mean that cryptocurrency in general is limited in, in supply. That's an unlimited, because anyone can create a new one, and then you have a, a whole lot more crypto. And the risk, and that I've—that's been my issue with it since the first, since day one. I was like, "What if Bitcoin is like the MySpace of crypto, you know?" And then the Facebook comes along and just completely demolishes it, and everybody that had Bitcoin abandons it for some other, other
0: cryptocurrency. Well, well, well dude, there's already like a Steam it of crypto, yeah. so maybe that. Maybe. And and well, the the thing is, uh, is the there just crypto? because yeah. anybody like MySpace, can create Facebook, a
2: cryptocurrency, Steemit. I don't think that it. It creates necessarily and, yeah, an unlimited right, supply I, I, yeah, okay. because the supply can really only go as far as the demand is going. You know what I'm saying? So, like, of course, you can't go ahead and just uh, there. There isn't a limited su- or unlimited supply of computers in the world. But people have the ability to create an unlimited supply of computers. Well, yeah, computers
4: are still a tangible thing. Crypto is I- intangible. Well, I mean, or Kyle, how about websites? Let's
2: use websites
4: yeah. as an example. Well, look, so let's, let's, we, let's talk about we the beauty the
0: of ab- having choices, though, because like right now in the in the US of A, you know, most of your transactions are limited to FRNs, and you don't have any choice. Like, you know, if, if the US government um, bombs a bunch of uh, brown children two thousand miles away, and I, I, I don't want to use their currency. You know, I really don't have that much of a choice. But, um, you know, now with cryptos, it's like you, you do have more of a choice.
4: Yeah, you do. But it's just the question is as an investor or as somebody who is interested in it, which one is going to be the, the, the standard? Which one is going to be people's choice? So
0: you're, so you're saying there's risk in investment. Yeah, there's
4: definitely risk in, in trying to pick a the well, yeah, whatever I mean, that horse is, of the fifteen hundred cryptos, whichever one's going to end up being the dominant one. I mean, like, if any of them, I mean, ultimately, when you have competing currencies, and that's kind of what it is. I mean, we've always talked about the benefits of competing currencies and how great that would be. This is competing currency. It's competing with the Federal Reserve note and it's competing with gold and everything else. I'm cool with that. You know, I mean, that's that's liberty, right? Like freedom to choose which currency you want ch- you want. But I just would be skeptical or scared of picking the wrong one or picking one that ends up being worthless. I well, think
1: that's part that, of. Oh, go uh, ahead.
2: I I think that with, uh, it's usually rare for something to fall off a cliff like completely out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? So if you research in projects and teams that you believe in, yeah, I mean, you, you can, you can you gotta stay up on it. see the market changing kind of far in advance you know what i'm saying and like you could kind of see the next big thing coming but i I can understand like most people don't want to pay attention to that all the time and but still i don't think any of them are going to go to zero especially the big ones like if you put your money in like bitcoin or whatever i'm i'm pretty sure it'll probably be good in five years regardless of what happens to it but I'm, i'm not a I think that something else is going to overtake it, though. Still, it's,
4: it's a guaranteed that some of them are going to go to zero. I don't think you can think every single crypto is going to be successful and I'm never talking about be,
5: the top ones that oh, have a lot ones? of yeah, yeah.
4: And I don't really know what makes them special other than they're just currently more popular. Maybe they have a bigger brand name, like they Bitcoin. Has well, their, their brand technologies brand are
1: all different. Yeah. yeah, and you know, I would argue that Bitcoin has it is superior in that regard. I mean, Nexus. I mean, there, there's, benef- there's there's pro- there's 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 the pros and cons to everything. Exactly. Just like there's pros and cons to to gold versus silver. You know, well, I mean,
6: mm-hmm. even o- holding dollars. I mean, you know, what about what happens when you know the economy crashes again and your dollars worth less than what it was before? I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, we're talking about the, risk the, the that. biggest con right there, Kyle. I, <laughs> I don't
4: want you know. A lot of libertarians think that inflation is the biggest risk. Uh, when we have a, our money is based on credit it's based on debt That's and right if here. the debt were to collapse if all of these people were to def- all these loans were to go bad and people were to default cash would actually become more valuable whoever you know cash is king if you've ever heard that so we could be facing a deflationary depression much like the Great Depression and there you you actually do want cash so we, we shouldn't just assume that we know cash is going to zero or cash is going to fall just because our government is deeply in debt and will inevitably have to create more money to get out of it. I mean, we could have a major deflation before that. So I just, I every you have to really be hesitant before you predict the future and think, okay, it's definitely going to go down. Well, I don't think it's well,
6: definitely going to go down. I just feel, I mean, but in the same accord, you're talking about Bitcoin. I'm also saying like that could happen too with the dollar. Hey, hey, you know, hey, it could, hey, it uh, could.
0: Like uh, Kyle, can we place a bet that the dollar will will go down in the next year? I mean... Like, would you want to place a bet? Fiscal I don't time. really or, I want to place or, a or, bet. Or, 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 I, would don't, go, I don't... Would you want to go two years or, or just I don't five know. years?
4: In the short term, it could, go, it could go up in value. I mean, we really don't know. And if it is a deflationary depression... And if there's a debt crisis, like, you're going to see cash go up because people are, um, IOUs, okay, their IOUs, okay. their receivables are going poof. They're not getting paid back. So I don't all think of a Kyle's sudden, arguing that the dollar superior to crypto. Yeah, I'm not yeah. arguing. Yeah, I'm not making <laughs> like, I, that we're, we're argument. We're making a straw man a little no, bit here, guys. Yeah. I'm not making that argument. But I, know, I understand saying, your
1: concern of, like, okay, Bitcoin could be the best thing right now, but something else could come along and be superior to Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And maybe that might happen. Yeah. Um, and and is that necessarily a bad thing? Does that mean that all of a sudden, like your your Bitcoin just instantly the next day goes to zero? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. is it like I mean, because it even can happen with, very quickly, not uh, probably not overnight. But that's if but you're I thinking mean, about it as like an investment. All right, but if you're thinking about it as in like the currency, do you think you just you just then you're just like, well, I'm using this currency now, and I gotta like transfer over my Bitcoin to whatever. I mean, do you think
4: it's unhackable? Like, do you think Bitcoin is unhackable? I mean, I could see a story it's where much if, if somebody until... were somehow able to hack it, I could see that uh, causing an overnight collapse of 50% or more. Yeah, you know, If not... it was a credible story, like somebody
1: actually figured out how to just create new Bitcoin for themselves. Yeah, I mean, it's just not possible with the way it's set up. I mean, the only way that it could be possibly be cracked would be with quantum computing. All right, I So mean... if quantum computing arises, then we're going to run into some issues. But right mm-hmm. now, the only people that have that or just like fucking google and like the government and it doesn't even <laughs> which last is kind of scary long. but
4: we we don't know you know what the technology the quantum... is going to the hacking technology is going to be in 20 30 years True. so i just yeah but don't you're just talking about
1: algorithms security algorithms that would require br- a brute force technique that would require an exponential amount of time and computers assuming the way that computers are now. Now, if we get into like quantum computing, you know, which goes beyond. I mean, it's it, it's really sort of ephemeral at this point. Mm. But it's not just like your standard like ones and zeros per se, um, and you can do calculations at just a much faster rate, like exponentially faster rate. Yeah. Then yes, this sort of stuff will be in danger. Although there are there are other currencies that at least claim to be quantum proof. Who who knows? But yeah, yeah, that would be one concern potentially. Um. But as far as like right now, with the current state of of the types of computers that we have, Mm -hmm. it's it's not really a threat. It's not really a threat. You know, it's more of a threat of like exchanges getting hacked, which that can cause the price to drop. That's what may have contributed to this recent sort of dip. Well, and
0: also, also, I mean, doesn't Bitcoin have like uh, arguably the best team in crypto? And, you know, like, uh, couldn't they, uh, you know, that team, they're pretty tech-savvy. Yeah. They, they could probably... Um, well, yeah, I mean, if quantum computing yeah. comes out, yeah. or whatever, or something comes yeah. Yeah, out... they're going to be on top of it, probably. Be, yeah, they so could. it's like
4: anything else, where it's always, you know, hackers versus the guys trying to defend against yeah, yeah. hackers. It's always still, a battle. there's
0: still
1: bugs in yeah. the system.
4: I mean, there's people still trying to crack the dollar, like, trying to figure out ways to counterfeit money. Yeah, exactly. Um, I say money. U- US, U.S. money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, yeah, no, I and uh, Schiff was really there also promoting his product, which is like um, gold money, which is a website I'd heard about where you get a card and like basically your savings is in gold and it's all digital. So you use it like a credit card and mm-hmm. it transfers ounces of gold in and out of your account mm-hmm. accordingly. So, um, and he, you know, he pulls out of his wallet like this like gold plated credit card or something and he's flashing that and Yeah. I was like, yeah, I want that. You know what I mean? I was a sucker. It's like, for that. I saw you at the parking lot, uh, sucker. Nah, I, but I'm more of a gold bug. Just I, I don't know. I haven't been able to jump on the crypto wagon. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been painful for me to sit at 1,300 an ounce of gold and watch everybody else in crypto go all the way up to twenty grand. But, you should
2: just sign up for Steam it and just make crypto for free for pissing talking, off anarchists. Yeah, talking about
0: statism. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, you probably could. <laughs> He I'm would make serious, it run on man. It.
0: So
4: other, other things they had at Liberty Con, they had like a FIRE, which is a free speech organization. I attended their seminar about yeah. free speech on campus. Um, I, I raised the point, you know, the whole presentation was all about administrators cracking down on free speech and establishing free speech zones on college campuses. And I was like, what about the students? I mean, because what we're seeing today, the students are actually anti-free speech. Yeah. They're the ones coming out to shout you down, to, to push you off the podium, to sh- silence you. Mm-hmm. So like the culture is shifting to where is particularly on the left? What do you think is causing that? I have no idea, man. They're it's brainwashing
1: I, these kids in the schools, man. Did you, you know,
4: did you listen to Dave Smith? I've listened
1: to his show, but yeah, uh, yeah not recently. His most recent podcast—that's what he was basically saying—was like you sort of raise these kids without you know really having critical thinking skills and like you know sort of questioning the stat, you know the. Um, the uh, incentive to question the 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 status quo mm-hmm. and you kind of get and then they sort of get when they get into college they get swept into this sort of like leftist socialist kind of paradigm yeah and then when somebody comes in that conflicts with that view they're just immediate they have a reaction. temper tantrum they have a temper tantrum they get into like yeah. a defensive position but not like an ideal not like an ideologically defensive position where you or it is ideological, but they don't actually. They're not like, all right. Well, I need to argue with this guy now. It's like, oh, I can't hear this. Like, oh yeah, they can't. I need to get in my safe I can't even space. hear it, right? right?
4: And it's almost a reversion to a state of like being a baby or a toddler, exactly. To where it's like, I'm gonna throw a temper tantrum, kick and scream and cry. Yeah. To, to silence you and it's absolutely bizarre to watch as a adult you're just like am i really seeing this like, yeah this, this well, is a, this is an emotional and meltdown it seems,
1: it seems like kind of new because like i don't i didn't see any of this shit when i was in college i didn't either i like, don't remember seeing we, and we had like, like uh i went to um lebanon valley college which is like a, a really small private school nice in um in uh like near hershey pa okay. and uh I mean it was I mean it was a fairly like liberal school but it wasn't like but it was also like a, a kind of it was like a Protestant school too mm. but not like it was very liberal like there was really no religion around except for like the fucking chapel and okay. like student groups but um but anyway so like but yeah I never really saw much of that um the only thing I did see was from the administration where they tried to uh accuse me and my roommate of Trying to rape chicks. Oh what? my gosh! Well, that's because, a personal story. Because because we were selling Jello shots, or no, we were giving out free Jello shots to to girls at a party. We had a sign that said like Jello shots are free for girls. So it was so like- therefore we were trying to like. Get them drunk enough to rape. It? Apparently,
0: Jared, Jared <laughs> this is like your Me Too moment. <laughs> I know, dude. It
4: wasn't even laced with like a what's the
2: drug? <laughs> no,
1: um, it wasn't GHB laced. It was fucking
0: no. What's the na- uh,
4: name? Rupees. Roof, yeah. Well, yeah. That's ha-
2: GHB. Okay. Didn't have rupees. I remember in when it. people used to do GHB voluntarily.
1: <laughs> wow. You, you, actually, I don't even uh, know. People, a lot honest, of people at
2: raves do GHB voluntarily. I don't even
1: know if we uh, if we said like free for we were giving them away for free. I don't even know if we even said they were free for just girls. But it was like she was like yeah you know. The imp- implication was
2: you were trying to get girls drunk, lower right. their ambitions. Exactly.
1: And, like, that's what those that, were the words she used. Was like, you know, I think you were trying to, like, rape girls. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's a big Like, accusation. I'm afraid to even talk to girls. Yeah. <laughs> at
4: did it not go any further? Did you avoid uh, disciplinary action? Like, did you, they didn't have anything on you. So,
1: no. Well, so, so the whole, the broader story was that, you know, we had, we were living in an on campus mm-hmm. housing. And we were underage, and we were having a party with alcohol. Okay. The the RA came in mm-hmm. and busted us, and then so like now we had to meet with the dean, and you know they were like going to fine us a shitload of money. It ended up just being like a couple hundred bucks, or
4: expel you. I mean that's, a,
1: that's always a threat. But, yeah, I mean there was yeah. that. I mean I had no idea going in, and like she just like this lady was just like a huge bitch. Wow. And she was just like
0: like we like, were tri lam in college. Oh, they, oh, she wanted you would like
1: this Kyle. <laughs> She wanted to get me, she wanted to get us on selling alcohol without a license.
4: Oh, for God's sake. (laughs) Wow.
1: Were you a freshman at the time? Uh, I think I was like a,
4: actually, I think I was a junior by this time. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say, normally what happens is you come into college like a bat out of hell because it's your first taste of freedom. And, you know, it's just like yeah you know that's when i got i got an alcohol citation when i was a freshman it's like three weeks into it because oh, yeah. i was partying a lot and drinking yeah. a lot and um, Kyle, um i
0: had no idea you're such a fucking animal <laughs> what about I, those alcohol i'm,
4: not, balls, I'm not i'm not you know but at the time i was 18 and yeah. it was first time out of the house on my own and I was just, you know, looking for friends, and that's what everybody was doing—was they were drinking. So, you were just yeah.
0: fucking going crazy, weren't you? <laughs> I had, yeah,
4: my for beginning of college was a little rough, but and I settled down and, and was fine after that. But I had to yeah. do some community service, and which ended up being like uh, weed whacking and mowing around campus and picking up trash and stuff like that. And so I, I did the I served the punishment. Yeah. And, uh, and then I didn't have any more problems after that. I was selling
2: them dope back then.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't know, uh, you know, I met uh, Saul John <laughs> at Liberty Con, and um, apparently he used to host, like, raves in Baltimore City, and uh, that, the raves getting busted by police was sort of how he got introduced to libertarianism.
2: Yeah, yeah, philosophically, and uh, you were with a guy that went to one of my parties, and I didn't even recognize the dude, and he's, like, a teacher now. It's crazy. Hmm. But uh yeah when he and as soon as he came up wow. to me and like got my face I was like I know that dude. And uh you know it just he looked a lot different like with like you know uh rave gear on than like dressed up with like a suit and tie. Hmm.
4: Yeah, I've known him for years too, which was really it was for me kind of very coincidental. It was like yeah. a small
6: world that Smaltimore.
4: Yeah, definitely and they were old friends.
1: The old Smaltimore
6: but uh, back to what you're saying real quick um, about why it's so – why these people in college now, like, they, they get such a, a, like, a defensive, you know, I guess, position whenever you say anything that's, like, not their opinion, like, anything that's different from what they were told to believe. I feel like it also goes back to this now where we value in society now, we value victims and, vic- and people's – and, like, just any type of victims are more valuable than people with knowledge who study and you see that all the time like everyone if you're a victim of gun violence you're put on a pedestal like these kids down in florida i mean their opinion matters more than what say like us or people who own weapons like are that their their opinions way more because they experience gun violence Mm -hmm. same thing with women and sexual assault you know if people believe you know you know the the victims of that way more than they do people who come with statistics and stuff like that because they weren't victims of it so i feel like these kids kind of they're immediately they feel like they, they act like they're being hurt physically hurt like you see these videos where these like people are just standing there holding a sign and they're screaming in front of them and like you're trying to rape me and like what are you talking about like it's yeah. and it's just so they feel like they can go back to their inner circles and be like i've been i've been trying i've been victimized and and that, that's why you should believe me more
0: because we value that more now yeah it seems like you know you know it's funny like while you're, you're talking about this i'm thinking about like i would think you know about half of these kids that are getting hit by these school shootings are probably of the, uh, uh, the are probably against gun control, right? Like some of these kids, but you know the media is not um, showing any of those kids talking.
1: No, because. They, they, these are. This is like their, their pawns. Like. I mean, maybe, but they're in public school, and so maybe, maybe not. Oh, okay,
0: okay. So, so you, I've heard no, stories of
1: kids like and kids' parents being
2: like, "This is bullshit that were involved." Oh. like, but, but they're not getting mentioned. Definitely.
0: Yeah, right. yeah exactly. Totally. You, you know, what we didn't talk about it. It's, put it's on not the board. some crazy conspiracy theorist. Uh, it's like you know, they're definitely out there. They're probably out there at least half the time, I would think. And yeah, that they're not. Nobody's paying attention to them. They're just paying attention to David Hogg did
4: you see the mayor of baltimore is um bussing 3,000 students to an anti-gun rally in oh, dc yeah. yeah and she was on fox news actually for and that And they
2: can't even afford to uh like heat the schools yep. yeah, they're doing yeah that. They're
4: right we have all kinds of issues in our schools but we, apparently they found a hundred thousand dollars for this um and but dude <laughs> we need but we
1: that's the problem dude we need more money in schools remember
4: oh yeah all right. right more <laughs> money <laughs> the answer
1: is more money Duh. Yeah. No, it's just <laughs>
4: ridiculous. I mean, it's obviously a very partisan issue, and it, it's like, would you be busting them down there for a two, Second Amendment rally, well, I think about it, know, or no, like a, for no or a chance. First Amendment rally, the right to life, yeah. Ra- yeah, no the right to life
6: march? You think that yeah. they would mar- bust kids down to the right to life march? No. No, of course no, absolutely exactly. not. Absolutely not. It's
4: because it's a partisan issue. They're just using these kids as pawns, and uh, I just think it's ridiculous
0: and a waste of money. Yeah. We're- so. Mm. um so ready? i mean uh so are you ready to move on from like liberty con is there, is there any other really like, um, cool stories what you was know,
1: your favorite presentation
0: um
1: that you haven't well, mentioned yet
0: lawrence lawrence reed from fee spoke
1: mm.
4: Uh, that was really interesting he did uh-huh. the the three myths of progressives that they'll talk about one was jesus was a socialist and he talked about you know jesus promoting compassion coming from you not you going to your legislator and taxing everybody else to give it should actually you know you don't get credit for that like taxing
0: yeah. everybody else to give yeah. you know yeah. you mean tax- Char- charity yeah. has to yeah come robbing from deal. everybody yeah. charity right. has to be voluntary yeah, yeah. I mean so, I thought the Bible covered uh, stealing's were wrong yeah, yeah. another yeah. one was
4: um a mo- it was a book called I want to say the Jungle about like a meatpacking industry in yeah. Chicago yeah. 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 which I had never read but apparently they assigned that and he was saying that. So the story was they had a meatpacking plant and that allegedly workers fell into the processing and then they sold the hamburgers or hot dogs or whatever with the chomped up worker in them. Yeah. Um, And so that's why we needed all these regulations on the meatpacking industry. He said that story was false. He was like, it's a complete fiction. But in in their adding regulations on top of, it was already regulated, but in adding additional regulations, lawmakers were citing that passage from the book which he said there was no evidence that ever happened. So that was um that was interesting. Unfortunately I can't remember the third myth, but um hmm. the the Mises Institute was there, which was nice to see them there. Nice. Um I went to their seminar but I, I didn't it was mostly about um
0: So what you're saying is education. there were Nazis there?
5: <laughs>
0: I don't know. <laughs> those guys aren't aren't Nazis. I'm, some dudes
2: that um
0: I I am I'm, I'm down with most of Mises. You know, but most of the most of the Mises Institute, you know. Yeah. Like there are definitely people people I like over there. There, there, there are a couple people that uh, you know I'm not too fond of. Mm-hmm. You know?
4: Well, it tends to be the the Hoppians sort yeah. of be uh, forming their own faction yeah. within the institute. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, you don't hear that same kind of language coming from. People that are bigger fans of say Tom Woods. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know. It's it's been interesting to follow. Although you know, I feel like Lou Rockwell Lou, is kinda of riding. He is, he
1: is, a, he is yeah. he's, yeah. he's, he's
2: he's he's literally Hitler. He, he, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah. I'm just joking, he's but he's one. pretty bad. You yeah. know,
4: Trump really impacted all, all of those guys. I mean, yeah. even Walter Bloch formed Libertarians for Trump. I mean, they just kind of saw him as a shake-up-the-establishment kind of guy and mm-hmm. got on the Trump train, and then they're, they took, they took sort of took a hard right, I think. Well, I they feel like it's big time. Board. I big feel time. like <laughs> at this point,
1: it's almost like, it's almost like CYA. Used- it's like... They don't want to admit that they were wrong because, because yeah. like yeah. the whole argument was like Trump's gonna, you know, have the best foreign policy. Now they're you know? talking
2: about 40 chess.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. they're like, wait. <laughs> well, the reason he actually like bombed Syria was because of this, and oh, you know. Meanwhile, you know what was it like? H- how many kids died the other day? Twenty-five children in Syria. Yep. Died yeah. in a wow. bombing. Yep. I heard about that. Um, yeah. I so mean it's well, like so. It's like okay. Now, are, are you gonna come out, Walter Block, and say I was wrong? I thought Trump might be better on foreign policy. Not really. Yeah, you know. I thought he might be too.
4: Some of his quieter interviews, yeah. when he wasn't shouting in a crowd, were <laughs> non interventionist well, Yeah. Well, I mean, he, only...
0: he was definitely talking better. Yeah. He but was. I, I, I said all along, you know, I wouldn't trust the guy to be better. You know. But yeah. That's, yeah. Like, yeah I never and you were, him. you were right about yeah. that. And, and I'm Th- not even thanks, saying he would be wrong. Thanks to... for acknowledging that I was right. You know. You're welcome. And and you know, honestly, you know, there's 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 a part <laughs> of me that thinks that, uh, you know. Like, a, a libertarian or a person who is who uh, is who who is actually, you know, uh, against the military-industrial complex could ever be president, you know? And if he ever did become president, they'd probably have him killed. I disagree with that. I mean, I think he could become president. It just takes well, a shift in well, attitudes of yeah, the American you people. Dead. Yeah, but, yeah but, you know? but then they would probably have him killed. I really,
4: I think a peace candidate could get elected. And then killed. And then killed. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. yeah Uh,
0: Yeah, well i mean like 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 obama was a peace candidate not really well i'm I'm saying like in comparison to the other guy because
2: he was still like let's invade the fuck out of afghanistan and shit even when he was kissing everybody's ass in the beginning they gave him a premature
0: peace prize yeah well well initially you know i I remember him saying some some peace candidate things Mm -hmm. and you know and of course i mean we're all admitting that that trump was sounding like the, the peace candidate out of everybody um besides uh Rand Paul, yeah. you know, as far as the Republicans go. And, of, of course, uh, Hillary Clinton was sounding like she wanted to go to war with Russia, like, right away, day one, stat, you know. So, but, yeah, I yeah. mean.
1: But there's one. it's one thing to say, like, all right, with a gun to my head, you know, I maybe I would, you know, at that point would have rather had Trump than Hillary because Trump seemed like less of a war hawk, you know. But then it's another thing, like, start an organization called Libertarians for Trump and, like, just throw all your fucking. (laughs) Double down on that. Yeah, just double down on this shit. And then not have the balls or gumption to, like,. Come out that and be like, well, we were wrong. You know, yeah. nothing's really changed. And, I mean, oh, okay, Like yeah, okay. okay, we're not at war with Russia. That's great, but like, not going to war is not the same as like ending wars. Okay, okay, yeah.
0: but but do you really think Hillary would have been better? That's That's, the, not that's what I'm always their retort. That's, that's always their retort. Yeah, it, and I'm just saying. I mean, it's no, a, it's I don't valid... think.
1: I don't think that. But but still, yeah. you can't. You you still can't be like for Trump after he continued the policies of Obama and Bush and everybody else. Like, you can't still well, be like, you know, I'm it, still a libertarian it,
0: for Trump. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to speak up for Walter Block because I've listened to a lot of his shit. And, you know, it, it, it's basically like, for him, it's like, you know, the person that was going to rob us less.
1: I mean, I understand from the from the initial get-go, but it's like... You, you can't... You got to still at least... Con- I mean, I, I'll be honest though. I haven't seen a whole lot of shit from him, so maybe yes. Maybe I'm... Um, being unfair you can't I go don't. so
4: far as to say libertarians for trump you can say like with reservation we think possibly yes, he might that's what I'm, could yeah. be better than hillary maybe but you can't right. just be like just throw your support
0: on board and be like this is our guy when no you i know mean, for a fact he's going to be terrible in a lot of things no I mean, like, like, like personally i'm not for that I I, I I never supported trump i didn't vote for trump you know mm. and uh but you know like it, like I, I could say like if, if i like really believed that a, a candidate was legitimately anti-war and legitimately anti-drug war and if i disagree with them on other things like uh i, I could maybe see maybe see voting for that candidate i don't know you know i, I would have to wait and, and, and see and see what comes up but if if because if, those things to me are like the the number one and number two issues he, he and, wants the and, death penalty and, 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 for drug and, and, dealers did you hear that yeah oh yeah oh, yeah. Oh, yeah dude I, I would never vote for trump yeah th- that's like uh, and that's he cited the about.
2: philippines as like a shining example of like it done right and shit oh no yeah, yeah, where they have all, all the extrajudicial or... killing oh and, yeah. yeah exactly yeah.
4: yeah they've killed like twenty thousand people and i'm sure they saw you know tons of drug problems oh yeah, exactly. yeah no
2: it's like the even after that happened the price of drugs went
6: down yeah, okay, and okay, became cheaper. Okay. Wow. Okay, but, that surprises me. Yeah, but, how does that? I would think okay, the okay. risk premium. Okay,
0: uh, riddle me not this, enough John customers, Vibes. They've all been killed? Uh, uh, John Vibes. So they <laughs> That's have, true. You know. uh, okay, so here, here's one thing, <laughs> though. I'm listening. Okay, so uh, Barack Obama got elected, and he said when? initially... You know, he got elected in 2008. (laughs) Yeah, I'm fucking (laughs) with you, dude. And and he said initially that um, he wasn't going to raid any states where marijuana was illegal. He said a lot of shit. Or, or, sorry, where marijuana was legal. He He said a lot of shit. Exactly. But then he went ahead and did it. Whereas it's funny because, like, uh, Trump has said that he is going to raid these places, and he hasn't yet, from (laughs) what I've heard.
2: (laughs) Well, he tweeted about it, yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So you know, but
2: now he has given several speeches <laughs> about how he like that's a fucking good idea, and that's. But, he's, but he but pops he pops off at the mouth a yeah, lot. Yeah, but at and the same time, it's like he can do shit. that.
1: Like he can say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not I'm not you know doing the forty chess argument here, but it's like I do think sometimes he says things because his base is going to be like, yeah, this you know these drug dealers are selling my kids heroin. and, dude, and They dude, don't dude. care about results. Yeah,
2: he's just an older, richer Alex Jones like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I he know. has that same archetype like I'm just going to be a fucking class clown because people throw money at me for it. I
0: I don't know though. I I or I'm I, co- uh,
2: or I'm Cointel Pro. Yeah,
0: well I, 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 Yeah,
1: actually Dude. I I
0: think at this point it's 69D chess.
4: Yeah, I
1: don't 69. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't
0: like the 4D chess um
4: you know, excuse. A lot of people like to say that. I just, you know, they'll say, "Oh, um, well, he's doing this. It's a head fake. He's actually meaning do this." You want to hear the 40 chess well, excuse for the drug dealer fake. thing?
2: Somebody said that with him wanting to murder drug dealers. The 40 chess move for that is it's really an underhanded jab at Big Pharma, and he's really talking to them. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna murdered the CEO. Yeah. So four, when you say like
4: 40 yeah. chess, it's whatever he did, and then
1: it's whatever you you want or think. Yeah, yeah. And then you say, "Well, that's what he's really after," even right. though it's. Not, no, not I'm not insinuating that. I'm just yeah. insinuating that like he does often say things that I think he knows will appeal to his base, mm-hmm. but that he's not really going to follow through on. It's not a forty chess. It's just like he just you're wants them retweets. The yeah, yeah. You know, it's not yeah. like this secret. Like he's got this secret ulterior motive that he's like setting up now, and it's yeah. No, it's just you know he knows like that. The, you know, his voter base is plagued with the the opiate epidemic. Yeah. And so if he can pin that on, you know, the drug dealers that are providing it and say, like, oh, yeah, we should kill all the drug dealers. You know, they're going to like him more. Yeah. Does he have any power to do that? No. I mean, you can't just institute the death penalty. Well, I mean, <laughs> like,
4: he, he did these tariffs by himself unilaterally. Like, he's not. That should go through Congress, right? Which is well, one objection yeah. that most people haven't even brought up. Is it like, when did we turn into this dictatorship where it's like. Whatever Trump wants to do, that's what we do. It's with Obama
6: and yeah, I mean
2: wars. Wars haven't been declared in the past fifty years.
4: Yeah, no, we need to get back to the the proper process. You know, there's a reason why you're supposed to have these. You know, five hundred fifty people are supposed to debate this stuff. It's not supposed to just be one man shooting from the hip. And uh, you know, these steel tariffs. Um, yeah. I don't know if you guys have had any debates about oh, yeah. these. I have with some friends, you know, one guy was like, Oh, US Steel is hiring five hundred new employees, so it's already <laughs>
2: paying dividends. And well, say- whores. Taxation right. is theft, right? End of argument. Mic drop. Right, it's but not. There was a great but, meme. Today. Uh,
4: no, I I always point out, but like, it's interfering in the market. Right, you yeah. it, you're going to raise the price of steel for consumers. Yeah, so it, that gets passed on to a small increase in the price of you know aluminum cans and cars and construction materials. Everything that requires that material is yeah. now going to be a little bit more which is expensive. Like, which is almost everything. Right, so you, you don't see that added it's the, cost. You yeah, don't always realize that, 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 that because what it's is so it, spread out. What is
1: Bast- Bastiat's... Um, what is seen and what is unseen? unseen. Yeah, yeah, man, I fucking love that. Yeah, well, I I love mean, the dopest whole, shit ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. I mean, so you you, you, <laughs> you see the, the <laughs> it is, yo, it's the
4: hottest track. <laughs> you see the benefits of U.S. steel, but you don't see the cost to all the steel consumers. So yeah, um, exactly, because it's so spread out. But we all suffer a little bit because of the higher cost of materials. So that's uh, the argument against tariffs. Nice. <laughs> um, there was one more thing at LibertyCon to bring up, which I guess would have been the feature um, event that they had. They had uh, Justin Amash, um, Maxine Bremier from uh, Canada. You're gonna say Maxine
1: Waters? <laughs> no, he,
4: he's sort of like supposedly like the Ron Paul of Canada or Rand Paul of Canada. Yeah. So he his flight was canceled. Uh, he actually drove all the way down from Montreal for the conference, which was really cool. And then they had um, (laughs) Daniel Hannon. Daniel Hannon from the um, Daniel Hannon. He's another guy. Like he's a he's a UK EU. He might be the the UK's representative in the EU, something like that. But he's really good. And then uh, the guy, the president, or some guy from um, Estonia. But his accent was so thick, I couldn't understand anything he said. But I really enjoyed the other ones, especially Amash.
1: Hearing Amash. Estonia has a pretty like. I free was market just gonna economy, say that they they, they, they have
2: like, I've heard the same thing. Yeah. basically. Dude, apparently
1: it's been working.
6: I got a funny story about Amash. Story yeah. My uh, my buddy was uh, interning down in D.C. and I don't even remember who it was for. It might have been Amash himself, and he was like, like my daughter was getting, um, or is like might have been my son. My son was getting baptized. And so my buddy was like, "Yeah, can I want to get him a gift." And so he got him; he bought him a constitution, and he had Amash sign it for me. Nice. And he wrote, "He's like, what the hell do I write on a <laughs> for someone's baptism?" He's like, well, I don't." He's like, "What do I do?" And he, so he wrote something along the lines of like, "May your your generation you look to this for guidance" or something like that. That's nice. So it was pretty funny. I just kept like, I was like, "What? How did you get this?" That's
4: awesome. Yeah, he kind of complained about the process a little bit. He usually is. You know he's an insider. He's in mm-hmm. Congress, so he complains about the inefficiencies of the system and um, just how difficult it is to move the needle. Which, when you're the ol- one of the only people in Congress who thinks like he thinks, yeah, like three of them. It, it's going to really seem like it's a really difficult process. You know, even your own party isn't really with you. No. So, you know, think of what Ron Paul suffered through. I mean, well, you know, not decades and decades bones, so just it's a difficult
2: process,
4: being mm-hmm. the only no vote. And so that's why I like the, okay, let's win this thing from the outside. Let's win it as candidates talking directly to the people, then get sent in to fix things don't go in at when you're the only one in there that's actually libertarian in thought and expect to get anything done none of your bills are going to be accepted you're gonna be on the wrong side your party's gonna be pressuring you to vote with them even though yeah. the, the bill isn't anti Liberty so I'd almost rather stay on the outside remain as candidates talking to the public and explaining this philosophy to them mm. until there's enough support to sweep us in there right. and you go in with a you go in with like some force maybe 10% 18 percent you go in with like other guys that think with you mm. as a coalition, like you can't just be a lone, lone operator, you can't be the Ron Paul in there, like the votes are 434 to 1. Yeah, right, <laughs> you know what I mean. But it, but right. it got
1: but doing that though got Ron Paul on his trajectory, yeah, as a candidate. Right. Ultimately, he was able to do it as a candidate, yeah. but he didn't really accomplish
4: too much as a congressman because he was on the losing end of most of those, yeah, those no, votes. that's true, yeah, so. You know, sometimes the Republic, sometimes some bills are okay and you can cast your vote with them, but yeah. usually it's like, man, this is terrible. I don't want to <laughs> be a part of this. And then, yeah. you're, then you're an outcast. Right. You know, Ms. Dr. No. Yeah.
1: Oh, speaking of Massey, though, did you listen to that? Uh, I, I think no, it was a mosh. It.
4: Did I say Massey?
1: Well, you. I mean, you said a mosh and then you like also <laughs> mentioned, mentioned Massey. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But did you, I think I sent you the Massey, he was on uh, the ACS show. Uh, the Adam Carolla show. Oh yeah, yeah. You told me about it. I didn't listen to it yet. It, dude, I'm sorry. he's a he's like a smart fucking dude, Massey. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. Like yeah. he went to MIT. Like he powers his whole house. Yeah, with, yeah. With a Tesla battery. Yeah, the Tesla wow. battery. Yep. And like solar panels and shit. Like, dude's fucking brilliant. Yeah. And he's you know good on liberty. Like, uh, he's Adam, probably the best. I mean, Adam he's better Carolla. Better than Rand Paul. He's better than Amash. I think Adam Carolla has
4: been killing it on. I listen to Adam oh, yeah. and Dr. Drew show. And yeah, he's man. man. He's very, you... very. Lib- he's pretty libertarian. Well, yeah, he was I mean. talking
1: about... The one episode they were talking about... Um, like, why are there so many good TV shows now? He's Comp- like, yeah, because you have competition. Competition. Yeah, he yeah. loves he's talking like, about... like, back in the day, you only had three channels. So you had dog shit like the Love Boat. Like, yeah. 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 And now it's like you got Netflix, you got Hulu. <laughs> yeah. Dude will be making another
4: one. Yeah, he's very pro-free market, <laughs> yeah. pro-competition, pro- yeah. pro-free enterprise, anti-bureaucracy. Yeah. Uh, he's really... You know, he was—he never used to talk like that on the old Love Line because it wasn't part of the theme yeah. of the show. Yeah. yeah. But now that his
0: views have come out, he's uh, like—he's really—he's sh- really good. I oh. mean, like I—I I saw interviews with Adam Carolla a few years ago, though. It—it it sounds like he's kind of going through like—I uh, I think he always had like inclinations of it. So yeah. he's transitioning. It, yeah. I mean, it seems like he's kind of getting more into it. <laughs> yeah. He's just kind of like, why do these things make sense? And he's like, seeing that liberty goes all around now. He's trans liberty. Mm-hmm. Yeah no he's he's
1: great. <laughs> yeah it's it's interesting to see that though because he's not coming at it from like like necessarily like a principled position. Yeah. You know like he's not like oh well the nap and then blah 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 blah. Yeah. He's just like this is what makes sense around me like pragmatically speaking.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: You know. It he just co- He has
4: common sense.
1: It's common sense, but right. it's like actual like real not like common sense gun laws. But, yeah. You know, yeah. Like <laughs> common sense got con- like. Like, things that just make sense. You're like, of course. Of course it would make sense that, like, if you only have three channels, there's no incentive to really produce anything that's really that good. You just, it needs to be good enough that people will watch it, but, you know, you're not going to get the, the highest quality entertainment out of that.
4: I saw him live like, a couple weekends ago at, in D.C. Oh, I met him.
1: Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. Nice.
4: Well, I got to briefly i didn't get to say anything political to him i wanted to be like hello you know your politics are great or something like that i I couldn't say anything i was too like it's kind of hard when there's 500 people yeah i was like (laughs) (laughs) i'm a big fan that's i think that's all i got out i'm a big fan yeah (laughs) you know they're rushing you along there's 500 people in line it's just just, like shake his hand i didn't even get to shake his hand because somebody handed him a drink right before my turn Oh, really? So he's holding, like, a glass of whiskey or something like that, and I didn't even get to shake his hand. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, well. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. All yeah.
1: right. Uh, what's next? Convention. Girl. Oh, damn, dude. We're only on number two. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Well, this, this was good. We, so
2: we did number three
1: first. So. Yeah, yeah, we, we, started we with oh, three. yeah, we did. We got so uh, last, night we got was
5: the,
4: <laughs> last night was the Maryland State Libertarian Party Convention, and uh, I went... Um, the big drama of it was a, an Arvin discussion. Arvin was not there. Nick Sarwark, the chair of the LP, the National LP, was the um, the speaker. Did anyone find out why he wasn't there? Is there no. a particular reason?
2: Sarwark wasn't there. No, Literally. I know there was a reason. Arvin, Arvin okay. was ah.
4: supposedly invited to speak at the Connecticut uh, State Convention, yep. so he was up there speaking to them. Uh, I, I okay. would have thought okay. that he. You know, it gets harder and harder to kind of show your face when you have so many people that are angry at you. I I don't know. I just, you know, you're not coming in. Once it gets to a point where it's not friendly territory anymore. But anyway, our gubernatorial candidate, um, Sean Quinn, through his associates, pushed a motion to. It it was kind of I don't need to get into all this stuff, but it was like to censure him and to, to make it so that the Maryland State Party could not provide any funding to Arvin's campaign. So they really yeah they ended up splitting the thing into two different motions one about the funding one voting to censure him now originally when he read the thing it was going to be we're basically withdrawing all support to Arvin and not even acknowledging that he's still an LP candidate even though legally we can't kick him off the ballot we're going the party is going to basically blacklist him. And and take him off the website and all this other stuff, and not even list them as a candidate. But I think it kind of over time turned to, uh, it's just going to be like a, you know, put a statement in the minutes that we the Libertarian Party does not agree with his statements.
0: Um, I mean, uh, how do you feel about this, Kyle? Do you feel like it's a, it's a positive thing, or do you feel like they're they're giving uh, Arvin a hard shake?
4: Yeah, they are. <laughs> uh, I Heart voted. Squeeze. You know on the funding I voted against that the funding was to the the motion for the funding was to restrict the the board from spending money on his campaign I voted against that just because I thought that the board or um, executive committee should have the freedom to spend the money how they want they don't have a lot of money to begin with so I was just like okay it, that's not gonna be a big thing anyway I did vote for the censure uh, I actually stood up and raised an objection. My objection was, would this draw more attention to Arvin if it like becomes, oh, Libertarian Party abandons its own Senate candidate for comments made regarding age of consent or something like that? I didn't want it to blow up and become more of a news story than it already is. And the guy answered my objection. He was like, look, it looks even worse if you are caught being behind a guy like this who's made these kind of comments. So I was like, yeah, that makes sense. So... Um I was fine with the censure. I think the age of consent stuff is just uh, way over the line. Um I I mentioned it. I described it as the pedophilia comments. One of his supporters objected to that. I didn't have a chance to rebut, but I was like, you know, if you abolish the age of consent laws, there's no prohibition on pedophilia. So that could be interpreted as pro pedophilia as well. Like people aren't going to get into these little nuances of ebophilia or whatever. Like it's just all people see is you condone yeah. adults having sex with children. Well, that's and what so, the, one of your guys y- you know, in the
6: group said. Uh, one of the guys who was lo- talking about Sarwak, uh, Sarwak versus you know and uh, you um, know and Arvin, and he was yeah. like, "Yeah, you got some some like liberal and so, and he said and he, little, his words were literal child rape. That's what he said, referring to Arvin. He was saying that's what you're, you know that's that's the, the running libertarian party." Yeah, and I was like, "Literal child rape." Really? Did you just say "literal child rape"? Yeah, yeah. They, I, I mean, mean like, is there? Everyone's so like, like they're
4: not going to Ar- get into the whatever the fine yeah. nuance of Arvin's they're position is. They in, hear what they want to hear, and then. uh you just can't make those kind of comments. And the, his critics were also calling, talking about the things that he said about teachers, the things that he said about the military. Some of the people there were veterans. I like veterans. that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know you I'm all about that it. shit. You have to understand, like, you can't, in politics, you can't just compare these people to rapists and not expect Well, some of those soldiers are literal it. rapists. He so. did not compare it to rapists. And rape. cops,
6: too. He didn't compare it to rapists. He just said... If you replace the word pretty much replace the word teacher with rapist and kinda like in that argument. Yeah, you can't do that. I mean, that's still that's an analogy com- though. But that's not comp- no, no, it's yeah. not he's not saying teachers are like rapists. He didn't say that. He said, you know, oh, we we can't we can't say bad things about rapists because they might vote for us too. Let's not, you know, let's not just push them in the corner. He wasn't comparing rape and being a teacher. He was just saying, like, well, yeah, replace it with something else that it, you know that i find you know abhorrent you know it just like it doesn't make sense so I, I hate when i hate we get caught up in that argument i hate that like it's he wasn't <laughs> comparing them to rapists he was just using a different analogy for it's it. it's
2: close
4: enough that no one cares
6: i mean yeah yeah well, it, people it, want it, to hear what they want to hear and not realize what well, yeah, people don't want to
2: hear that they're baby killing murderers and shit that's exactly right what what, <laughs> what happened with my what, what happened with my boy michael heiss out there he oh, called yeah, me met... on his way and he was like john i'm going to the libertarian convention i, of I Maryland. <laughs> Yeah. yeah
4: i did i introduced myself to michael and he was like kyle oh kyle like he, it took him a minute and then he, re- he remembered and he, he was like i'm really sorry like uh, uh about some of the things i said online or the way i came off he was like i was just angry and i'm like "Ah, it's okay it happens
1: wait what what happened online i
4: mean we've had our arguments because um Mises was a minarchist and uh, Michael founded the Mises Caucus in the LP, which I think was a wonderful idea. Um, but then it's obviously following in the line of the Mises Institute, Tom Woods and Murray Rothbard. It's ANCAP. It's yeah. all ANCAPs. And their platform is ANCAP, you know. And so I just I took exception to that. And we've argued about the fact that Mises himself said the state is the foundation of
0: society. Hey, so, hey you know, Kyle, what if you heated. what if you joined well, the Mises I, caucus to change it from within? Well, I'm already sort
2: <laughs> of I think that you guys pretty much agree on a lot because even though um, you you may have different um, you know, different visions of what an end game might be like, the the next 10 steps down the road that you think uh, should be for libertarianism. I think you and Mike would agree on. It's not things. like to, like somebody like me. I don't even believe in getting involved in politics. I'm not mm-hmm. against people doing it. Obviously, I support what Mike's doing and stuff. But um, like, I, I feel like he he's not it, like Adam Kokesh, for example, is running to um, shut down the government like right away. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, I feel like uh, what Michael Heiss is doing is just trying to influence the party in a more, um, you know, quote-unquote pure libertarian direction. And I, I don't think that he's trying to, like, you know, do anything like that. And I, I've had conversations with him. I don't think he's trying to, uh, you know, create Ancapistan in, you know, the next decade even, really.
4: Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, it, the thing is with the philosophy, it kind of changes how you think about everything. But anyway, I don't want to, you know, get into that for a minute. Well, me, no, it does it change. You know?
2: How does it change how you think well, about because, everything? Just give me a, know, a little ballpark uh, explanation. Because you
4: know? with the state, you're talking about like the rule of law, and you're talking about what kind of laws we should have, how to shape the law, you know, what the limits on the law should be, what the what the due process is. So it really affects how you think about regulation, how you think about markets, how you think about. You know, law. Oh, because like we like to say
2: like zero across the board, and you're saying that there should be like. uh, Well, there
1: should be laws. I mean, even private property itself is a law. But I still I think if, like, let's take for. I don't know this Michael Heiss guy very well, but, you know, let's say he's an ANCAP, but has decided like the best way for me to bring things to that direction is to get involved in politics. I imagine. Is that basically basically his deal? Yeah. Okay, so. He's going to acknowledge that laws exist. The rule of law exists, right? You know, and yes, ultimately, he wants to abolish at least laws as far as government laws. I mean, we can argue about natural law, blah, 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 all that shit. But as far, right now, we have government laws. Mm-hmm. So the, the part of that philosophy wherein you get rid of the government laws doesn't really come into play until you get to that point. Right now, if he's being at all pragmatic and he's thinking like how do i create a freer society now he's thinking about okay what laws need to be changed you know the laws laws are being followed even if there's agorists or whatever most people are following the laws mm-hmm. and people are you know um, they they have to abide by these laws in order to in in order to not get involved in the conflicts with law enforcement right so they're they're a reality they exist in a sense right so yeah i mean despite the, fact- the different
2: labels that you guys have i think you would agree on most policies yeah, so i i don't know
1: Possibly. i mean i get what you're saying where like it can in some ways it can like if you're just like a straight like if you're john vibes you're not getting involved in politics right so you're not so that whole route of of whatever is cut off so that 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 would be completely divergent from your philosophy in that sense right whereas in this guy has kind of been like well my sort of way of bringing about what i want to see is to actually engage in the current paradigm instead of like completely subverting it yeah I mean, and it, which, as
2: he explained it to me is he's trying to like slowly bring as much freedom as he can piece by piece to certain situations <laughs> <that was crazy. laughs> and also using it as a uh as a platform to educate people too yeah yeah.
4: yeah, and I, I think one of their objections is that the party has drifted from principle a little bit. Um, listening to some of our candidate speeches, I definitely got that. A lot of them have no background in economics. They just, a lot of times they're single issue. It might just be pot. I just want pot legal. I heard so much about weed last night mm. and <laughs> not a whole lot about economics, not a whole lot about taxes, welfare, state, war, yeah. anything. You know, some Kyle, 2A
0: stuff. Because Kyle, um, did, did you get blazed? no i didn't <laughs> it's people
2: that are like i read that libertarians want to legalize weed in a buzzfeed article so i'm a libertarian
1: yeah i mean hey whatever brings them in i yeah. mean that's cool yeah. that's cool then you, cool. you, gotta, ho- cool. Then yeah. you gotta hook them in with the rest but of the
2: shit i mean you would think yeah, that the that
4: candidates would be pretty well versed in philosophy and just listen Yeah, if to you get speed, to the point where you're a candidate you, yeah you get to you you're like this person is not really there you know all across the board i wow. just was hearing a lot of okay this is not a person that's read a lot um mm-hmm. of of theory or ph- economics or anything it's just uh which it, is unfortunate but we're so small that you know we have the candidates we have and um it, we're lucky to get somebody
0: to run we don't even Kyle, fill I, most of the all i thought you said it was a good size a good, what's that you said we're so small, but I, I thought before you said uh, it was a good size. No. No, I'd like the LP to be much bigger, but it's... Uh, That's what she said. Like throbbing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,
4: what I really wanted throbbing to talk about red. was, was Sarwerk's, um speech, which was interesting. Uh, he talked about uh, listening to people, you know, listening first instead of just going right at them with this is how we think things should be listen to what their solutions are first and just show that you, you can listen, and then that may make them more receptive to listen to you. Um, he talked about being nice, being likable, and I thought that was a total contrast to what Arvin has been preaching, which is, you know, we should treat government employees like social outcasts or, you know, we should be nasty to them. We want to make them feel guilty and bad about the fact that they work for government. So well, it was just really, cops was and you soldiers, soldiers not, not, not all being government. Nasty? I mean, well, and right. teachers. And, and oh, yeah, public teachers, teachers, too. They're just cops for kids. So, I mean, he, you know, he, it's just two different strategies. You know, Nick's is be nice, win people over with kindness. And Arvin's is be an asshole. And it's like the chair and the vice chair are preaching two different messages.
6: In a sense. I mean, I I, feel, I, I I saw you made that post and you were commenting about that. But I feel like there is a way where I kind of agree with Arvin. I mean, we we shouldn't encourage kids to be like, yeah, join the military, like make money. And, and then afterwards, once you see when you're in there, you'll see how bad it really is. It's why don't we encourage kids like, hey, you, this isn't this isn't a this isn't a thing you should be doing. Might have a video issue.
2: Are we still getting audio through? Uh,
1: yeah, the yeah, audio is no, fine. Back. It was just someone kicked the uh, the plug out of the thing, and the battery died. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Oh. Yeah. So, are we? are <laughs> good. We're good. We're good. We're good.
6: We're good. Just we're keep back. rolling. Keep but rolling. No, like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> saying, just to finish my thought about army. I feel like there is an element where, like, I'll discourage my children from joining the military. I'm like, uh, I know I have relatives who just got appointed into, they just got approved to go into. Um, not west uh the naval academy and stuff like that and i mean i'm not going to talk to them but i'll speak to my children about it and, th- and say that's not a good idea it's not a good once you get in there i've heard horror stories from what people have told me i mean shit i mean like i don't know if you guys saw this video or not but they released the video of what happened in niger with the soldiers that got ambushed mm. and it's repulsively frightening like you see the actual video like i don't know you guys play a lot of video games where like the screen grows the screen goes red like when you die mm. this is like it was almost just like that, and you saw like the, the soldiers dead, and you see the you see the you know the I forget like you see the soldiers like you know from like the Muslim soldiers like walking over their bodies and shooting their dead bodies. The camera's still rolling, and screen just goes red and just bloods everywhere, and it's it's really graphic. And I really feel like that's the message we should be sending. Like, is this worth it? Like- is this worth a paycheck? Is this worth? Or, or just an honest, doing. an honest assessment, and say, well, Look, "Yeah, this, so that's why I don't, this isn't all glory. Yeah, it's yes. not, you know." Because I'm not saying like, risks. I'm not saying you're a, you're. A, if I see someone in uniform, I'm not gonna like you're a fucking baby killer, and I'm not mm. gonna say that shit. But I mean, at the same time, I'm gonna encourage, you know, my no. children, at least people who were re- receptive to my. 'Cause I'm not gonna sit there and just see someone randomly in a military uniform being like, What are you doing? Like why are you in the military? Like yeah. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not like a dickhead. But at the same time, if I if I know I have good friends or I have family members, I might say something, be more willing to say something like, Hey, is it really worth it to you? Is it is this at the end of the day, is it dying on the desert ground of a country that people don't even know you're even there? Like is it is it worth it? Yeah.
4: Well it's like do you wanna be nice or do you wanna be an asshole when yeah. you're trying to get your message across and I, I personally would side with Nick. I think that um, it's better for us to be polite and respectable. And um, I like the idea of listening to people. And he also mentioned trying to find their itch. You know, like don't go to somebody that has no guns and doesn't care about guns and preach to them all day about yeah. 2A because they don't care. You know, find out what's important to them, listen to them, and then that's the issue you want to approach. How, how can you make things better for them? For the
6: thing that they care about. And but that also, was good too Yeah, and I and I agree in that sense, like I don't like when people talk in like speak when they're when they're like, Oh, the second amendment, second amendment. I mean, you can also approach people about it, talking about, you know, I-, I think you should be allowed to have guns, not because of the second amendment, but because you I believe in property rights. Like you have the right to own what you want to own, that's as long as you're not hurting anybody with it. It's yeah. it's that kind of way of messaging. Instead, you know, people talk, you know, use these double talk and they say stuff like like gun buyback, like like people say all the time, like oh, it's a buyback program, but that's if if you think about it, that's actually referring to government owned the guns in the first place because mm-hmm. they're buying it back from you, but they never had it in the first place. It's just one of these double talks. So it's like I, I, I never keep... thought about that. One. That's pretty <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah. I just I, I, can't take for shit. <laughs> I, I can't take credit for that. I can't take credit for. I heard someone talk, I forget where, but someone someone said that. And I'm like. That's fucking right. Like, yeah. like that. The government never owned them in the first place, so how can they buy them back? Yeah. So, it's like you... And so, I like talking to people, like, when... It's really just a gun buy. Yeah, it's yeah. a buy. Yeah. Um, so, I'm just saying, like, that's how I engage with people. Like, I, I'll talk to them and say stuff like that. It kind of makes you think. And and I, I agree. Arvin says a lot of stuff. Like, his... Mostly his memes that he posts, like, those little, like, messages, are very abrasive and very, like, wait, what? Like, but yeah. when you hear him speak, like, he just made a video right before... Right before we came on, I was on my way over here. I was listening to it in the car. Listening to it, you know, like he talks better than he posts on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, I think
2: there's a lot of people out there that just don't do social media well. And <laughs> yeah. and we're kind of the first generation that is experiencing this whole thing where people could just totally fuck up their whole shit by being bad at social media. Right.
6: Well, hey, man, you go on Steam. it. I mean, I guess the more stuff you post, then the better it. More receptive it is, you get more. Yeah, the more receptive it is, you get more. incentive might, you know might fix that. He, he was asked about the welfare state. How do you
4: address questions about the welfare state? And he gave a good answer, but it started with compassion, and that was really something that made me think like. When I argue politics with people, I usually go from my consequentialism. Like, I'm going to talk about the consequences of the policies you want. Here's the tariff. This is what it's going to who's, it's going to help. This is who it's and going you're to talking, hurt. You know, but he was talking about compassion for mm-hmm. people. Talk about how people in need should be helped out of compassion. Yeah. And we actually do care about poor people. We care about people in need, people who are sick, people now, is with this no, this mental, solid, mental illness. This were, this you solid, solid? Was, okay.
1: were you hearing when I was talking about the, uh, I think it's... The rider and the elephant. Mm. Basically, everybody thinks that, like, they're, like, 100% rational, mm-hmm. you know? But really, people aren't that rational. And what you have to talk to, people think, so, like, the elephant represents sort of the emotional aspects of intelligence. Yeah. And then the rider, that the little guy that sits on top of the elephant, is is the logical part, right? Yeah. And, it, you know, those proportions are somewhat correct. Um. And so you're better off if you can convince the elephant of your position, then you convince the rider. Yeah, appeal you know, to because a, oh well, that's appeal. The to rider emotion. goes along. Yeah, exactly. You're saying
4: appeal to emotion, well, and that is effective on a lot of people. Yeah,
1: and I'm not saying like it's be dishonest. On most people, yeah, probably. exactly. I feel like there's too much of that though these what, days. But, but, but you can't. But you, you can't
2: what, rewire human beings, man. Sure. Right, right. Uh, just I mean, because, like, some people turn out more logical, it is really frustrating for them because it's
6: difficult to communicate. Oh, uh, yeah, and I'm terrible
1: and it's, at And it's not even so. that you have no, to, like... No, uh,
2: it's difficult
6: to communicate with people who are emotionally driven, you know what Yeah, what I'm yeah and like I said, I'm bad at communicating to begin with, so it's like, that. Yeah. it's so hard to fight people when it's just... They just want to scream about the... You know, like, well, this, this this hurts my feelings, and this is wrong because of this, and I'm just like... I'm terrible. I don't even... Know how, I just, it's just, but it's, it's I just not, ignore it's it. It's not
1: that you have to, like, like kowtow to, like them being triggered by whatever thing but it's it's framing your argument in a way that will touch on an emotional level. You know, like if you start talking about like military and you're like, well, you know, we're wasting blah 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 billion dollars and yeah but- and blah, and all this instead of like saying like like you know that kid that is in your neighborhood that now has to like ride around in a wheelchair all day. He, that happened because because of this and there's no reason for it i get it and i i I do kind of engage in that
6: sometimes but i feel like it's very emotionally manipulative in a sense like for lack of a better word and i don't i don't like that because my most of my my experience growing up with like liberals and with like like that leftist mentality is like when they're being in a position of like where like everything's you know like my family members like i go to family events or my brother's friends we meet and they're mostly like treat the engagement with you as like a social experiment like oh you're so you're like a lesser of a human being so tell me what is it like living like a caveman in a savage <laughs> like, it's like what they're saying without saying it they're like so yeah how how are you like it's i feel like when they when they they try to like humor me almost it's almost like they're humoring me and like they'll talk and they'll do the same type of but, um, word manipulation but that's being
1: dishonest they're being dishonest though yeah whereas we're being honest because yeah i mean this kid is literally in a wheelchair because of yeah these wars I, 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 so it's, so it's, it's just not con- an invalid it's not an invalid position right. to take no, I, just, and, like, I don't like. it's it's not dishonest it's not deceptive it's just instead of going after like the, the the stats and the figures and the this and like the its very just mo- abstract most people principles. respond to something they can relate to yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. I,
6: I mean yeah it's you try to put yourself in their shoes and you think what would what would you know if I were to say something right now like what would it how would it like you just look at the person you think like okay where you're coming from you try to angle the argument that way I get that I do that all the time but I'm just saying sometimes I kind of feel like maybe am I being a little disingenuous when I do this like but when as I, as long as you're being honest, I don't I think mean, so. I mean, Definitely, like when I'm being honest when I engage in these people. Like, yeah, you know, I think that's talk. all that matters because it's just like
2: we all got to have some level of like, uh, you know, social. I, I, I don't know engineering. what engineering, yeah, not not engineering, but we we can't just run up in in everywhere saying everything we feel exactly how we feel it. You No, know, yeah, what I'm saying? no, yeah. um, and. It's definitely, and I don't think I I would prefer if people did that to me most of the time because I I probably wouldn't like half the things that I'd hear, and, and most people wouldn't like things that they would hear from me, like out in public. And yeah, shit. I mean, well, <laughs> okay, okay.
0: So you're basically saying it's kind of like the golden rule: treat others the way you would like to be treated. That kind of thing. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. trying to totally. express. No yeah. doubt. No doubt.
4: Yeah, one interesting thing about libertarian philosophy, like the individualism and like Ayn Rand, push selfishness. So we have a reputation as being selfish assholes. So that's why yeah, I think we need she to get had terrible branding, and man. You, she. You, You know, we need compassion. We need to show that we care. We care about other people. We care about their well-being. You know, we care about the downtrodden. It's not just all about me, me, me. But that's what our our whole philosophy Uh, is grounded on. A lot of me, me, me.
2: That reminds me of a a good example, like of of ways that I've always tried to approach the arguments this way. And um, so, for example, like uh, sweatshops always come up as like this horrible thing that capitalism has created and stuff at, by the leftists yeah. and the socialists. And typically the Ancap response is, "Oh, well these people are are in a better position than they were before because they voluntarily went into that situation yeah. and they're even though it looks real bad, so it's, you know, it's, it's better, better than starving." Exactly. Yeah. And that
1: It's not going to convince them. That sets
2: people off. It is true. Everything is true and absolutely logical about that. However, um, the way that I've liked to approach that argument from like a property rights perspective is that, you know, these people started out living off the land, doing their thing, and they had land that they owned that they lived on for generations. You know what I mean? And then... Their government takes it, and they sell it to foreign corporations, and then these foreign corporations come in, kick them off their land, and then force them to work for them. Mm-hmm. And that is what happens in most of these places that created it. So, um, you know— So I, you
1: I, kind of come at it from, like— uh- like just another angle, essentially. exactly, yeah. and,
2: and and an angle that like is not as triggering, right? And essentially, kind of says a lot of the same things, mm-hmm. but um, you know, it just does it in a way that people uh, it, it can connect with. Yeah, that that people can connect with,
6: and you know what I mean. Yeah,
4: yeah. What, what was the tar and feather situation?
6: Oh yeah, you you heard you heard about it. I, I just heard that I, I didn't know it, it, it specifically about it. I just heard that something about like some of the congressmen or senator or whatever were sent um, in the mail were sent a glass jar filled with tar and feathers inside of it. Yeah, and I figured well, what was the specific term. You you for, knew more a little bit more about it in Florida, anytime. right? Was it for the yeah? I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I just but heard yeah. About I that. I I wrote I wrote an
2: article about it. It was in Florida. Oh well, and and
6: that's where I heard it from.
2: And, and it was. Uh, <laughs> It was basically they passed a law saying that you need to be 21 to buy a gun, mm-hmm. and I think it might have been
6: repealed right away. Like it, it faced trouble right away or something. Why well, like okay. not Chicago did the same thing okay. just recently.
0: Okay, okay. So here's the thing I, I've been toying with. Okay, so if if they made a law that said you have to be 21 to buy a gun, but if they if they also made a law. You have to be 21 to be able to join the military. Would you accept the one law for the other?
2: I mean, they don't give you choices
0: like that. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I'm just saying. But but, but if
2: I do, I mean that less. I mean, I I don't think that would result in less people being killed. You know. Uh, you know, there's still going to be twenty-one-year-olds killing a bunch of brown children overseas, so that doesn't really solve any problems. Yeah,
0: but I mean, you don't want anybody to go. So if you can prevent some people from going, that's better than uh, not being able to prevent. Yeah, but people I mean, but
2: it's like it's not like you're good It's not like Whereas, you're going like, to drop from like fifty thousand to forty thousand yes. soldiers or whatever. Well, think about it.
1: Hold on. Yes, think so, about you, it. From yes,
0: a... I, I mean, I, I would agree that it, that it's totally not enough, but. You know, I mean, but then you're punishing. Like, you're punishing. That's a very collectivist thing because now it's, you're it's, punishing. Who are you punishing? You're only relieving taxpayers of the burden to have to pay to suit up these 18 to 21 year olds. And but you're no. But what I'm saying is, they're
1: just going to fill them in with extra 21 year olds right, right. whereas now you're depriving 18 year olds of the right to defend themselves. and here's the if other they thing had
2: 100,000 soldiers before they'll have 100,000 like soldiers like making, after the like thing. making
1: the age limit 21 i mean oh yeah, yeah i mean yeah the, but like, even, you're, you're like, not you're not you're not really affecting you're not like yeah. the, like no one has a right to go into the military when they're 18 i mean it's not a, right, not a right it's yeah, not, it's not a, right a right thing right but you have yeah. the right Two, if you can afford to purchase a, a gun, you have the right to purchase a gun. You know? Yeah, but, I mean, but, but the only I thing mean, I say like, with that...
0: Right now, we're depriving 17-year-olds. Yeah, like, well, like...
1: then we can get into, like, yeah. age... <laughs> we can get into age arguments and shit, but... But one thing I want to say against
6: that is, like... So, say you make it illegal for anyone from 18 to 21 to join the military. So, if they can't file in that n- amount of number of people, what they'll do is, is they'll lower the... Res- they'll lower, like... The restrictions on who can join like you can get some people who might be a little bit emotionally unstable who are like 21 or 22 and maybe they might have made the cutoff but since the military is desperate to get to fill those numbers so they can justify a bigger budget to line the pockets of the military industrial complex they'll okay i'll send someone emotionally unstable send them overseas with a gun and potentially it might lead to some su- like several war crimes you yeah, know what they I mean? ain't going like, to take a cut in their numbers yeah, they're not going to take a cut in their numbers they'll they'll find whoever even if it's someone who's maybe overweight or more women people who can't handle it out in i uh, not to say that women can not, getting not it, I'm just saying like th- th- like physical like you know how like they don't make women do the same thing that men do in order to pass certain tests like with the whole what was it last summer the whole thing about the army ranger they lowered all the like the limits for what they had to do that's why there was no women army ranger something like that like you know what I mean? but the general gist so what I'm saying is, is like they would just have a lot of people who are probably would have been filtered out. Who you really don't want overseas with you know weapons. They they would probably let them in to fill those same numbers. They the the as long as the money's there, they'll they'll fill they'll fill uniforms and they'll fill you know gun you know. The, 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 they, no, we don't see a decrease in, in military operations. Okay, just because. Yeah, to, to, yeah. Me, to me,
0: Yeah, I mean, that's just something I, I was thinking about. Yeah, you know? and uh, like, uh, of course, I think 18 year olds should have the right to defend themselves. You know, I think m- you know maybe we should say 16 year olds should have the right to defend themselves as well. You know, <laughs> I mean, like anybody maybe should really should have just to. Anybody, have the anybody to, for having right a gun. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, like just um, possessing a firearm is, is in in, a, in and of itself is really no crime
2: unless you stole it from somebody well it is well, like, well, well, yeah. well yeah, that like, kind of like if, if you, saw, you don't it,
0: want it to be a crime well, but, but it's no, currently a crime well but oh, I mean, here like, we go <laughs> yeah but i mean like it's it's no real crime cuz i mean i mean it's real all right how about exactly. there's That's nothing not wrong defense. with
4: it. it you you go in front of the judge and there's and say, nothing it's not morally, really a real crime and they're look, like well let's it's actually not morally wrong let's just say there's
2: nothing wrong with
0: it yeah yeah there's like i'm just saying like it's not hurting anybody and, you know, I feel you like know, I'm getting deja vu up in this yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, like, uh, of course, even Kyle Wagner would argue that anybody has their right to defend themselves, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Well that brings us to I the I mean top of even the Kyle Wagner, well, even Shay Wagner, mean,
4: see you asked me that question but it's a loaded question cuz now you're going, okay, well that means 6-year-olds have a right to carry glocks around and it's like <laughs> dude, come on, you know what I mean? So you kind of have to really get into the detail details dude, dude, of what you mean by okay, okay. A right to defend them. Okay, so
0: maybe should we should call this we should call this podcast Glocks for Kids. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. What or, you or, mean. How about
1: Arm the Kids? Or, arm the Kids. The kids. Or, or how arm about, the Children.
0: Oh, okay, okay, or how about Glocks are for Kids? <laughs> what, what do you think dude? Blocks are us. It has a ring to it, Kyle. Whatever, whatever Glocks, are for, the Glocks yeah. are for the children. Glocks so, are for the
1: children. tank is for the children. Yeah,
4: that's exactly <laughs> what I was With thinking. The tar and feather thing, it was a libertarian party candidate. Yeah, I didn't know that. that. Sent the ta- jars of tar and feathers to the GOP senators, state senators who voted for raising the age from
1: 18 to 21. What was the exactly. original so, What was the original like at least in the US, the tar and feathering? What was that about? Well, um, see, th- that,
2: this goes all the way back to the Middle Ages, and it was like a, um, you know, it was used for public humiliation, but sometimes, like, people got murdered when that, 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 that was like a part of... It's hot
4: tar.
1: Yeah, so do you know what I'm saying? The skin. I mean, boiling you could die exactly. You could die from infection. more that. decorative. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. So... But wasn't so, there, like, a...
2: It was definitely... What's to do
1: with the
6: tax collectors in colonial America. Is that what it was yeah
1: the the British coming around
6: yeah it they, was like tax collectors and stuff like that that was I had one look of, at that yeah that's crazy I so do remember used to it do happening happening all the time in and then America. and then it became more of a racial thing when they started doing it in the yeah, south that, yeah yeah so it, it was so like it's a,
2: been used like for the past six hundred years and any against any kind of person that has been. You know, it's
1: kind of a threat. So what? Yeah, I was going to say, what happened to this fella? Uh,
2: This guy, uh, I'm thinking it was a publicity stunt because he's running for office as a libertarian, (laughs) and he came out and admitted to it. Like nobody knew who this person was, yeah. And it was this big mystery, and it was kind of a pain in the ass for me writing the article, honestly, because I had finished writing, and um, you know, I I.
1: You said nobody knows who this guy
2: is. Yeah, yeah. I I (laughs) said nobody knows who this is in the article. Yeah. And then by the time it got to editing, we figured out who the guy was. So then I had to like rewrite half the article. But I mean, that's the kind of thing that happens sometimes. But yeah. um, But yeah, he ended up saying that uh, he was just showing them. Yeah, it was obviously a publicity stunt. Right, you know, but I, I don't think he got in any trouble. But they were definitely saying that it was a threat and that they were scared and all this.
4: Yeah, it's a form of mob justice is what Wikipedia is saying. Yeah, okay. yeah.
6: Um, I don't. So I just showed you the picture of the it, famous well, one that I've seen doing it. But you
1: so know.
4: how do we feel about it? I mean, giving going back to like Work versus Arvin, be nice versus being an asshole. This is obviously being an asshole. Um, but it, do we agree with it? No, thank you. Okay. Do we agree with it? Because you know he's I, being very strongly saying you you went against the Second Amendment, you went against gun rights. Like this is
6: unacceptable. Yeah, I think it's more of a. It's better than him physically tar feathering the guy. Well, yeah, that would. I, I think that'd be over the I, line. Yeah, like, I mean, so it's... I think this is more of a message. It's more of a like, hey, you know, like mm. this. Is, I, I I I wouldn't personally do it because I know it could be construed as a threat. Yeah. But personally, if if you know I think if you look at it you know logically it's just like he didn't physically hurt anybody he's kind of and it's not necessarily a threat it's more of it sending a
1: message to me like yeah I mean if you look at it in like a historical like throwback sense and you're like okay this at one point was something that they would do to people that were yeah, you know tax collectors or whatever. Because I just showed you. I, I don't know you the if it was though. tax
4: collectors or if it was actually like it was criminals. just like the British. No, no, you that's know, why I was showing the tar you. Tarn the... feather tax co- collector. That that's a challenge of the the government. You well, know, that's so that well, that's what on... I was
6: showing you. That was a picture that was during the tea, the tea, um, the you know during the tea uh, protests and stuff like that. The Boston the, Tea Party. Well, it, well not the party itself, but it was like when they when they had the tea tax and stuff like that. Uh-huh. They when the tax collectors come around, the people with tar and feather, and you saw in the picture they were forced tea down the guy throat oh. that's what that's what the picture was i just showed you okay so yeah that's what i was just you know that's that's the most famous picture so I've maybe ever it was seen the tax collectors well it was the british who were yeah like so it was the collectors. british <laughs> it was it was that was the, what they were doing with. yeah but but what you were saying before kind of goes to a topic for about um the girl sto- yeah so uh, apparently a girl named uh storm durham or durham she uh stormy daniels
1: <laughs> no, 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 We're not going there.
6: But apparently, uh, this was just happened yesterday, I guess. She posted a a thing on, on social media saying that she was fired um, from her job. She was escorted out of the building by three police officers. She describes herself as, like, she's, like, 5'2", like, and, like, 140 pounds. And she was escorted out of the building not because she had a concealed carry permit. and Not a gun on her, but she had a permit an act so that was warranted her to be fired from the state uh, I believe the state of Virginia it was in uh, Roanoke Virginia really, Virginia yeah and um, they have the right they're one of the states that's a right to work state so they can be fired for any reason any time so um, she was fired for it and she went on social media and just kind of was like I don't understand and I don't know any of the circumstances I don't they don't the articles don't say how the state found out but she's claiming is because she had, uh, she said she was a former victim of uh, sexual assault. She was a survivor. She called herself a survivor of sexual assault, and uh, she and apparently she was uh, fired for having a permit at her job as a social worker, but not having a gun. She says she's never carried a gun on her, but I guess it got word back, got back to them saying that she was a concealed carry permit. Shouldn't they already know this? I <laughs> I don't know. Like that's the thing, kind of blows away, and that's why everyone's like kind of freaking out right now, and it's kind of hitting the internet right now. And Just don't work for the government, though. I yeah. I mean, that's, that's your first mistake. I mean, she was working for the government, right? It, apparently, all they keep saying is she's a social worker, and um, I mean, it does Yeah, you you could be a private
1: social worker, but yeah, but a so so she's a former department government. of
6: Virginia Social Services. Yeah, and um, in, in Roanoke, Virginia,
1: that's government, whatever. So yeah. You, you, you made your own bed.
6: <laughs> now you're going to lie to that shit. <laughs> but hey, hey, but I mean, like, what, what grounds? If she had a legal permit and she worked for an institution of government and she followed the rules and the law, what what grounds do they have to fire if she's in the system? I mean, think about it. I mean, outside looking in, I'm like, well, you danced with the devil, you know. This, you know what I well, mean? Yeah, like, right. But at the same time, though, but, like, think about it, like, as a person who's in the government, you followed all the laws. According to her, she's never had the gun on her on premises. She just has the permit for it. So I guess that was they took that as a threat enough for you know, security that they had they escorted her out of the building with three armed
4: it's security of, guards. It's kind of a fishy story to me because it does. Yeah, um, I'm like, all right, you sure there wasn't a history of disciplinary actions? You didn't get any warnings. You got nothing just out of the nah, blue. Nah, she
2: said that there were like two other issues that they had, and one was wearing loafers. And <laughs> um, okay, I was gonna like I didn't read that. And the other one was. Uh, it was something else stupid
4: all right well I don't know I mean I, I I'm a employment at will supporter on both sides so the employer can fire you or you can quit for any reason because it's supposed to be a voluntary Ooh. relationship yeah. yeah so that's kind um, of anarchist
0: of you dude
4: it's not anarchist I mean it's just that's I'd say it's freedom of choice. Yeah, freedom. But for yeah. A government, <laughs> yeah, freedom, anarchy.
6: But like, even like, because I know, it, like, uh, at like places like the post office, you're not allowed to have a gun on federal property. You know, anywhere in like, you know, mili- you know, anywhere else, you're not supposed to have a gun. But if she says she didn't have a gun on the premises and she just concealed carry permit holder, what does that have to? Refl- how does that reflect on her job? Yeah, and especially as a survivor, she said claim yourself a survivor of sexual assault. I mean, here we are. I know that goes into conflict of. Uh, you know, the main reason, dude, me yep. too
1: only applies to yeah. liberals, though. yeah, right? Oh, so. there's no question, it's not a good reason <laughs> to fire somebody.
4: I mean, that's ridiculous. A legal carry permit, you like know. I said, like, but th- that just shows you how anti gun our society is becoming, really. It's and I, I read two articles about part it, part of our two. Articles. How, how of our society. Kyle,
0: question how pro gun are you? Um,
4: pretty pro gun. I, 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 wa- Wavered a little bit lately with the last two shootings, Yay. Um, particularly with the Vegas one, where the guy had um, <laughs> the bump stocks, which fired like automatics. I guess my big fear. I don't know. I don't want to ban guns for sure, um, for sure. But I'm worried But you okay, well, just I want some common sense. I just
1: want common sense
4: I'm worried about the, the 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 ability of somebody with a fully automatic weapon to mow a crowd or spray a, a crowd. A fully like semi-automatic. That. No one has fully automatic weapons.
1: They're
6: illegal. I know. Are
1: you talking about a fully semi-automatic? I and no, the bump no. stock is not really make it equivalent to a fully it's automatic weapon. It's not. No, weapon. it's
6: really not. I not mean, it, I think one thing I read about it a while ago, I, I probably get the numbers wrong, well, it, but I think it increases the rate of fire by like only two rounds per minute or something yeah. like that. Like, it's yeah, not I that. I mean, it's, it's just... No, no, I
4: watched a video on YouTube of a bump
6: stock. Oh, and cool. You're It, Dude, next it
4: I, looked like a machine gun. But it you gotta think, really a, lot of, a, a
6: lot of that is how fast you can pull your finger back no
4: you're not pulling your finger you hold
6: your finger you, you, steady you're, you're and holding your finger the stock bumps against but your I'm, finger but i'm also but
2: i
4: mean the trigger bumps against i
2: it. hear them talk about automatic weapons all the time in rap songs yo so like <laughs> i know that shit's already on the streets
4: yeah I, no i support the uh <laughs> i think i think you should be able to own a gun to defend yourself your house i support concealed carry i support open carry so i'm pretty i'm pretty pro-gun but do black guns matter yeah, all guns matter. Well, okay. <laughs> I mean, How about uh, this? Oh is, shit, man.
1: That's racist. I didn't ask you that. I said do black guns matter. So I'm gonna I'm gonna flip around number six here, which says is the drug war racist? There we go. Okay. And I'm gonna come we'll at it from a different angle. Is Ooh. gun control racist? I don't think yeah, so. I think so. Absolutely. I don't think so. Is it is it overtly who, racist? Who's it racist against? Like black, black Yeah, people. absolutely. Well who needs guns mm. the most? As a community, people in urban areas, I mean, Jews. everybody, Jews, no anybody doubt. who gets <laughs> I mean, a, gets a home invasion dude, could Jews. potentially need a gun. Right, Hunters but the most, like, who's encountering violence? Hold on, shut I up. i got you, him. dude. <laughs> <laughs> who's encountering violence the most? I, I don't know. I guess African Americans. People, yeah, people in in inner cities in the ghettos typically tend to be African American, right? and that's statistics.
6: Mm-hmm. Like that's statistically backed up.
1: Yeah, I mean, so so and that's where all the gun control. So yes, is. is gun control overtly racist? Like, did they pass it with the idea of like no? They passed it because they want to disarm populace. It's wasn't um, it? Wasn't it
6: just around the end at, of slavery where at they first? Put that it in? was at first. It was yeah. it was implemented to was it implemented yes, as a racist at first, policy? It was there was very a lot of racist impl- You know. Impl- what's the word Implicate- like we don't want them overthrowing go. the but government I mean, same thing same thing with uh, compulsory schooling laws like the first compulsory schooling laws that banned private schools and only wanted government schools was in Oregon back in the 1920s and it was sponsored by the KKK wow so mm-hmm. yeah, are you 100%. sure about that 100% so like it, it, they pretty much outlawed oh, it. Outlawed public school, a uh, private schooling because the KKK viewed the the you know the, the Catholics private schooling as you know evil, and they wanted the government to raise good white people. But anyway, but anyway, sorry, that was just back to the topic. That was and that's simply how it was established. But I feel like hmm. now I feel like it just it's advertly racist. Like it, it's. it's, it's advert- n- it's inadvertently, added. sorry, inadvertently uh, racist. I yeah. feel like it 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 hurts <clears throat> black people generally because, you know, if you look at the statistics, you're you're more likely to encounter violence and especially gun violence as an urban, you know, as an urban youth. I think I forget the age range. But I think it's like 14 to 19 or something mm-hmm. like that. Not and to I mention statistically, oh, it went, you know, urban youth are of minority. So it's like, so statistically, that backs up that claim. And I feel like when you deny someone a right to defend themselves in any way, shape, or form, I mean, in D.C., you're not allowed to have pepper spray. So it's like, it's crazy. And on, on the other hand, like, they, um...
2: oh, man, I totally spaced you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, 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 I had something, and then I waited, and then I forgot. I'll, it'll come back to me. You,
4: you talk about a disarmed populace, but I think that <laughs> the lawmakers are thinking about public safety. That's their goal. They don't like all the shootings in the inner cities. They don't like them in schools. Oh and so yeah, their, um, their well, idea they... is we want to stop these deranged people from killing people. Well, so they want to seem like They want to
2: seem like they're stopping. I think that's, yeah. for, that's their that they genuine. But you means. think these are like fair and benevolent saints up in this bitch? I mean, but as like, a matter of
1: fact, though, do you think you think Diane Feinstein like really one hundred percent believes? that what she's doing is going to save, like, a whole bunch of lives. It's hard to no, know, but probably... feels
6: like she knows. I feel like she just knows it's going to get her shitload of votes.
1: Yeah, I, like, I don't... I, but see, here's the thing, though, I mean, like... I'm, I mean, obviously, I am extremely cynical. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, I, I'll grant you that there may be cases in which I'm wrong here, and, like, these people somehow made it into these positions. But, I don't know, it's hard for me to believe, to be honest with you, dude. It's just... Because you know, yeah, like... you'll see them, and they'll... And they'll...
6: I mean, how common You'll see contradictions.
1: Is You'll see, like, these, like, subtle contradictions and, like, what they're doing and, like, the way they go about things where you're, like, if you really believe that, like, you wouldn't be calling for the outright ban of, like, the repeal of the Second Amendment and shit like that, right? Yeah. Like, if you legitimately wanted gun control, like, you wouldn't say that because you know no one's going to go for that shit. You yeah, know they, that's never going to fucking well, happen. Well, some of them say that. Some of them go for that. But the progressive—they well, think, think, that think that we're slaves. But if slowly you're a smart politician and you're thinking like, okay, I want to, pre- I want to keep more people, or I want to keep less people from dying, I gotta propose some sort of reasonable thing. You're not going to go and like start saying like, like these, like this assault weapons ban thing that they're trying to get passed, which is just never going to get passed because it's so wide. So vague. So vague and (laughs) wide ranging. It's like anything, any semi semi automatic weapon that is based on an automatic weapon. Yeah. It's like that could be literally any gun.
4: (laughs) Yeah. You really just want to get rid of the ar 15 and they they would be happy with that, I think.
0: Yeah, I think think it's. it's I think it's going to pass. I think Jared's saying it's pretty gaping.
1: It is gaping, yeah. You yeah. gotta mind the My, gap, dude.
0: Um,
2: yeah, the point that I was gonna make later, that <laughs> earlier that I spaced on, was that nice. um, African Americans are more are more likely to get arrested for guns too, and they're the ones who are more likely to get thrown in jail for guns and searched for guns.
4: Right. I still don't think that's evidence that it's necessarily racist. No, I it think may I, end up hurting them disproportionately. Well, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. It's not
1: overtly racist. It's, it's, not, not, overtly. it's not It's overtly not overtly right. racist, but like. There's a lot of things that, you know, these the you know the the, the left will complain about that are microaggressions and like not overtly <laughs> racist but are like tangentially racist. Well, I- but then you talk about gun control and they're like all for it and you're like it's fucking racist. Like it's <laughs> like it's yeah, okay, the, the lawmakers didn't set out like how can we hurt black people right now. J-
6: Jared, I got to call but- you out like in a good way though. Like okay. uh, you made a uh, comment though before about or like on one of the posts or no in the message board you said like you want to write an article about how it's white privilege. Are you, what are you saying about? Oh yeah, I
1: was like I was gonna write an article called "Gun Control is White it's Privilege." So true, and I can't argue. I can't argue when well, people I say I haven't had time. Why does dude, no one care when Jared, black people die, that, but only when white I know, people I got die? To. But
6: when only white people die, there's um media outrage but when black people die like on an everyday basis from handguns there's really no
1: outrage it's kind of swept under the rug well it's that i was going to argue that (laughs) i was going to use that and then just like what we've been talking about with just the fact that the people that i mean everyone has the right to it and everyone needs it but like you know some people do need it more if you live in a more violent area like i would argue that you need guns more than like some guy that's living in the middle of like white suburbia yeah, I mean, there's home invasions, sure, but, like, they're not as frequent as, like, okay, there's gunshots going off every day in your neighborhood. And, you know, of course, liberals will say, you know, well, more guns doesn't solve the problem, but it's, like, I mean, in that scenario, it's, like, you, wouldn't you rather be armed if there's already guns getting shot around you? Like, yeah, if somebody's help you? To
4: sh- if somebody's coming to shoot
1: you, right. I'm not saying if jump somebody's into the... threatening you, you right. definitely
4: want to be able to defend yourself. And, right. um, yeah. It's a comp- It's a complex issue. I know. And every yeah. day,
6: you can find an article somewhere in some part of this country, even the world, where a gun—you uh, know—some type of violence was stopped from a person using a gun to prevent it and intervening. In yeah, it.
4: Yeah, they, they—they never make the headlines. And they though, don't like the shootings do. So when a defensive gun use occurs, it's, it's just not necessarily national news. So it, at, it at like se- killing seventeen kids in a
1: public school is. Oh yeah, yeah. you know. So. Well, and also, how many of those things just go unreported
5: too?
1: Yeah, yeah, tons. Because well, no one wants to report. I know. I
6: worked for, um, I worked for uh, Dunkin' Donuts, and they were owned by Indian people, and Indian people had such, a, like, they did not want to call the police at all. And one time, I was involved in stopping a guy from. I didn't know he was trying threatening to rob the store or whatever, but I had stopped him, and we got into like a physical assault thing. And I didn't know. I just saw him kind of reaching over and trying to like like reach over at one of the guys behind the guy. it doesn't matter but wait so, wait well,
1: hold on I, What? This, this guy
6: reaching he came over the counter he was like you don't want to tell
1: a, this story well
6: i he had a gun mm-hmm. or he said he had a gun i didn't know i was restocking some like don't stuff on this island there. no it's yeah i was i was working there and i was i was late at night i was restocking the like, crouching down behind this island i was restocking putting like all the stuff underneath like uh like co- like coffee, like um sugar and cream and stuff like just so, made, so, stuff like whatever. Like So was...
0: like did this guy try to take you from behind? No, he didn't try to <laughs> take he tried
6: so my my, my <laughs> boss was working behind you know, he was like manager, you know, he was Indian guy and he was working behind the counter and I just heard yelling all of a sudden happen and this guy he had this this he just looked like he was like some like I don't know, he was like homeless or whatever, but he just had like this really like crusty blue hoodie on and I didn't realize he had his hand in there pretending he had a gun and he was saying he was like trying to reach in the register and telling the guy and i just heard him yelling and screaming and so i went up to this guy and and i just kind of like grabbed him and he kind of swung on me and so i kind of like started i had his hoodie and i started like hitting him like this and he went and like he ran out of the store like immediately and i was like what the hell was that about like what well, i thought maybe he was just trying to reach into the register and yeah. steal money but apparently he was Holding up the place allegedly, but he didn't have a gun. He. You're lucky he didn't have a gun. I he didn't know. You. I just thought he was just trying to. I thought he was just trying to like hassle the guy, you know. And so you couldn't. I was see like, from I'm calling. So my immediate, but in relative to the story, like immediately, I was like, let's call the police. And they're like, no, 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 we don't. No, no. Let's, let's say, not. We don't want to get that. involved. We- and I'm like, what do you mean you don't want to get involved? He's like, no, 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 no. We'll call his boss's name Harry. So he's like, we'll call Harry. Let's call Harry. And so they called him down the store. They saw the surveillance the, the surveillance camera. They co- we closed the store and for like a time being a short you know for like a half hour until he got there and they were like no we're not gonna call the police and I was yeah. like okay I you know like I was just like blown away they're like no no we don't call police. You know we deal with ourselves. ourselves. Well, they may, they well, may have
4: been illegal immigrants. I don't. I they were they. Yeah, they, there was they, a lot. There may have been. Sometimes the police can you they find something else. I mean, you I'm end the, up um, getting in trouble. Or they, they were the kind worse. of person
6: like I am. I don't call them for anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> they they, <laughs> they, just I, they were would definitely rather scared. avoid the police. Yeah, they, they, the police were allowed to come in there yeah. all the time, and they were allowed. They got whatever they wanted and
1: walk out. And especially if you're so. like defending your house with a weapon, and you're in a you're in a state like Maryland where like there's not a lot of respect for, for gun owners, really. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I sorry, I, I didn't want to sound like a tough guy
6: shit. No, didn't I didn't yeah. know what I was doing, and I probably wouldn't have done it if I would known he was trying to hold it. So I just yeah. didn't want it to come off that way, so that's why I really didn't want to go yeah. into it. But, no, but anyway, go, look, go on. You're me. fine, sorry, yeah. No. <laughs> wanted
0: to clarify. Yeah. Way to stop a robbery. <laughs> yeah, no, that's <laughs> fucking awesome. Settle down. Yeah. This is the danger zone, okay? Danger zone. Can you say that, John Vibes? Lord Vibes.
2: Danger zone. I didn't know you actually wanted me to say it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. This is the danger zone, Kyle Wagner. The danger zone. Yeah. It is. Danger this Is the archer uh, yeah. reference? Well, it's no, up. no. It's, it's it's like a safe space reference. <laughs> oh. You know, it, we're we're the danger zone. So you just say yeah, whatever the weak. fuck you want. All right. You know.
6: So do you want to go into topic seven?
4: Um. Real quick. Yeah. Well, we didn't really finish with six. Okay. Uh, well, go on. Which yeah, was sorry. is the drug war racist? And uh, I got into a big debate this weekend uh, or this week online over whether the drug war was racist or not. And it's popular for libertarians, like even Nick Sarwark says, the racist drug war or racist war on drugs. He always that's why I feel it's a little disingenuous, like saying stuff like that. But it's like, okay, the law itself, as written, applies to everyone. Drugs are prohibited. I I agree. You know, then they'll try to make the argument that, like, it's disproportionately enforced in low-income communities than it is in middle-class communities, which you can... It's just true. It's just true. You can make the case for that, but, I mean, like, (laughs) are there, you know, cops in middle-class communities just not worried about it, not doing anything? Like, in my, growing up in the county, like, they definitely tried to
6: bust... It was usually high school kids. It was usually... I don't know how much was older people. It's like but. easy targets. I mean they know no one's gonna care about a poor guy in the city. I mean there was a I mean, think about it. Like most of these, these guys don't live in the city. These county these these city police officers, they live in the county. Yeah, they live they're, away they're... from that element. So they go into you know pre God, what is words are hard. Prejud, uh, preju, uh, whatever they go in there with it the, with the opinion of like these people, like yeah, everyone's a everyone's a criminal and everyone's got something out. Prejudice is that the word you're Pre- looking for? Prejudicial, prejudicial, whatever. God, okay. good stupid. try, man. Yeah. Uh, All uh, right, I got you, but I mean their their Utah.
4: job is the city. That's their jurisdiction. They have to enforce the law within that jurisdiction. What is and that? part of that C three PO. So part of their job is just. You know, cracking down on drugs within that jurisdiction—that's their job
2: it. in that jurisdiction,
4: <laughs> right? Well, I mean, if you're a city cop, you're going to end up busting people in the city for drugs. Kyle, is you your know, boyfriend a cop, city cop, dude? But no, what about the, a all the shit? The cop is going to be focused in the county. What about yeah. all the is your racist stuff that cop? Harry
2: Ashlinger said? The guy that like started the drug war and how he was like.
4: Yeah, I mean you can go back to that, but I mean that guy's long gone and we still have the war on drugs and we still have the, the current people that support it have their own motivations, which is they want to keep drugs out of the community. So do I do mean, you you like
2: ascribe a lot of good faith to these people and like positive intentions.
4: I think they I think most people that are against drugs, not just the lawmakers, I'm talking about but the,
2: the, I'm talking the public, about the, the, the baby eating reptiles that control us. I you know, that's I don't I don't believe in that. <laughs> I don't believe in that. You know, I, I,
4: look, at, I, I look at politics like... Dude, that's I think, a
1: cornerstone of Ancapistan is the I, reptile creatures. I always <laughs> take
4: it back to the public and public opinion. I, they, and like, they think
2: that we're slaves, though. I don't I, think that they do. Well, we legitimately are, though. No, we're not. I mean, we're not in this basement, but there's a lot of people out there who are. I wouldn't.
4: I, even then, I wouldn't. You call might be them slaves. Slave. I mean, like you're I'm, saying mental slave. <laughs> yeah, I think mean, you're saying mental slave. Like, you can't say they're a literal slave, like in comparison to somebody that was just because, in, because the it's the legal, not chattel, not slave, chattel slave. slave, like yeah. a legal slave. Yeah. So you're saying mentally, maybe I. I don't really. I feel like we I don't like that. I don't well, like to compare like them. Like fifty to an percent of slave. our labor
2: is taken and and used to blow people up on other side of the planet. Like that's that's some slave shit right there.
4: It's it's not though it's still not it's just tax it's not well I mean you can sit
6: there tax. tax but yeah. you can I, I, but at what percentage of they amount can... of money do you take whether you're not a slave and when you are a slave like well, what there's like no what, if you take ninety nine percent of someone's income is that person a slave no they're just taxed <laughs> at ninety nine percent rate. <laughs> Oh my God. Restrict, to be a slave, hold on,
4: if I you restrict 95% of what your about 100%? in order to be a slave, you have to legally be someone else's property. See, but, uh, Just okay, taking so, someone's income legally, not, So not Legally,
6: I'm not allowed to own all of my income. And we're not so even allowed to make does the, does the that decisions. Make, what if it's 0%? What if I'm taxed 100%? Because we're living in some communist state where everything I earn is for the good of the collective and good of the you know I mean, the community.
4: Legally, you're, you're still not a slave. We, ha- you would have to live off of someone else's charity yeah, or off but, your savings or Yeah, something that's like what that. it's all that's what the, yeah. the
2: roads that we drive on that's yeah, other people's charity I, I think what I
4: object to is the fact that you know I'm going by the dictionary definition of slave and saying you You're have to legally be someone else's dude. you have to legally they be someone else's property not
2: magical just subjects You're going to some by the Bernie rate. Sanders definition If we are we we are their property <laughs> if they can <laughs> tell right. us what we can and can't do with our bodies you get let's say you
4: get taxed at 1% one percent, super low, way better than what we have now. Are you still? A, are you a slave? Are you going to call
1: yourself a slave just because you have to pay one percent tax? I mean, I'll be honest. I don't necessarily no. like the term slave either. Thank you. No, uh, I, I don't. Same
6: here. I, I mean, here, mean, it's here, definitely here.
1: theft. It's a hundred percent theft. But uh, like I said, I asked you the hypothetical I, I, question. I, first. I think combined
2: the tax combined with them being able to tell us what we can and can't do with our lives well, that, is that. what makes us their property.
4: We're not. They're property. Yeah, like yeah. they can make
2: rules for you. But yeah. you they don't why, <laughs> why is, then why mean, is suicide right? illegal? Just
1: because they say to just you. Just because you they can't,
2: can't sell me to somebody doesn't mean that they don't own
1: me. Well, why they can
2: so, sell you to somebody.
4: Just they, because
1: they can sell they can sell our debt to, to yeah. China, and then we're owned by China. Like, just <laughs> because
4: the government tells you you're not allowed to murder people, and you're not allowed to rob people, and you're not allowed to rape, and you're not allowed to shoot hey, people. Hey, you're starting with you all know, the extreme that shit that I agree right. with. Well, that doesn't, that, that doesn't mean they own you. I mean, they make rules for If they tell they me that I can't
2: smoke us. weed and that I can't eat mushrooms and that I can't shoot heroin, then they own me.
4: They don't. I mean, you... <laughs> They really don't. I mean that they're making rules for you, but it's not like they control yeah. you to some great extent. And then,
5: and then if you disobey, then they whip me rules.
1: if I disobey.
5: Yeah.
1: How yeah. is
2: that any different than a slave?
1: Well how's that yeah, how's that any different than like you owning your dog? Like your dog it, has free will. Like your dog can well I'm It's just imposing di- one on. isolated rule. Oh, go ahead. But you impose you impose rules on your dog, right? Yeah. And you own your dog. I mean you I don't want to use the term slavery for a dog, but you could say it's animal slavery to a degree. Now, they don't oh, have... Oh, I've heard some vegans I've say that. I've heard some people say <laughs> that. <laughs> I mean, they don't have... Well, they don't have the, you know, they don't have the uh, the consciousness that I think is required for slavery to exist. But you can definitely compare it to things that we experience where, like, yeah, I mean, a dog is free to run around the house and sniff whatever he wants until he hits, he runs up against a rule. Yeah. And then, and then if he breaks that rule, there's a punishment for him. Mm-hmm right in my house and it's these usually rules are treats arbitrary. these rules <laughs> these rules aren't based on like any sort of like code of ethics necessarily yeah you know now you may you may have rules that's not to say that we shouldn't have rules in society right but when you have laws that infringe on rights yeah that, it's like that's, we all know that at... we shouldn't hurt people and that we shouldn't
2: steal
6: from yeah. each other but what people... not everyone
2: knows that by the way
6: yeah, but no law no law in the book changes that. It They're does. like, wait a minute, there's a law against stealing. What? Oh, I guess there is. I won't do it. Having I mean, for, law for, some, portion, deter for some
1: portion of the population, then yes, it does deter them. Right. However, in most cases, people don't want to steal from each other. It's just not. It's just not mutually beneficial. In I mean, most but, cases. But who is in itching? most cases? Yeah, and sure, there needs to be ways to deal with that. Those outliers of society, it, it can, and we can be beneficial. And we don't need to go down the whole road yeah, of like what the solutions are. But we going back are to doing, what huh? we were, what we were. Well, but just going back to the whole slavery thing, it's like if you set up a bunch of arbitrary laws that don't coincide with, you know, what I would what I would say is like the non-aggression principle, or just natural rights, or just human rights, whatever you want to call it. Then, the, then you're creating a, a, kind of a slavery situation. Like, I, I don't know if I would go around saying slavery. Yeah, I There really, are baby-eating uh,
2: reptiles, <laughs> and we are their slaves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah I, I really don't like the comparison. I just think that, um, you know, uh, the government telling you, making some rules for you, including rules like you can't do drugs, I don't think necessarily makes you a slave.
2: Really? Yeah. So, okay, so it's just,
6: okay. different, it's just but, a, but against, slavery but is like a whole see, different But okay, thing but you're against me. the drug war. But it's, it's war. degrees,
1: though. It's because, like, like okay, you're a slave on a plantation in the in the 1600s, right? You have freedom of movement within that plantation.
4: Even that, not necessarily. You might not be. You can't go in the house, or you. you know, but you have you can't go well, okay, to master's fine,
1: quarters. Fine. You have freedom of movement around the fields and around the, the the slave house or whatever. Even so, you're restricted. <laughs> you're restricted in a sense. It's just now we're less restricted. But there's still restrictions. We're free range slaves. Right. Like the, the, the plantation is larger. <laughs> yeah, it's still. But not. It, I'm not saying it's equal. I'm not saying it's equal okay. at all. You're just don't saying wrong. you just see, saying the, you a, see where degrees. somebody could say that. Yes. Yeah. I'm just saying there are degrees to that concept. And I, I don't necessarily think it's. It's not my way of framing the argument. Of, of any of this stuff. Yeah. But... Yeah, I mean, it's I, like, I very see, triggering, too. So. you say we'll slavery, it. it's yeah, very it's, triggering, I don't think it's so. a good tactic to, no, like... No, I,
6: I don't agree with that. I just asked you the hypothetical. at What percentage, and you told me no, there is no percentage where you'd be. Even hundred percent, I would still call. Even it, if it was a hundred percent,
4: right? Because you could not earn an income, live with your parents, live off someone else's charity, not pay any taxes. Well, and be at fine. that in point, fact, most a lot of people don't pay any taxes. A lot of people, in fact, get money back from the government, and I wouldn't call any of them
1: slaves. You I call mean, them like, welfare whores?
4: I, I just, yeah, I, I just don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't necessary.
5: like that. It's
1: commi- not just saying like that taxation is theft. It's just like what John was saying. Like all the restrictions. That aren't that, that can be imposed yeah, on us
2: arbitrarily at any time. Yeah, yeah guys,
4: that, that's part of living in a society with a lot of people. There are rules and what you can and can't do. You can't yeah, go into the property. You can't go into other people's property, right? You can't cross lines. Yeah. It's trespassing. Well, yeah. so we have rules well, all over the place. Like we have Rothbard traffic said. laws. we have all kinds but of But those rules are those restrictive rules. rules. Yes. So that doesn't make you a slave. But but society it makes doesn't you a member of a society. Only
6: interactions between individuals. So you're at interacting with an individual's property. No, society tra- does exist. I mean, what we—that's the name we call all of these individuals
4: collectively. In you know, we call that a society. It's a large group of individuals. So
6: what? what is Where does John vibes fit in that society? I mean, he's an American citizen. But I mean, <laughs> citizenship doesn't mean he's a part of society. I mean. He's like, absolutely, a part I don't know. Of our I, I mean, yeah, I know we're you're g- playing semantic. I, games we are, we are, there, and I, like, I just like to believe in individual like you're violating yeah, and my the property. Thing is, right. is, the bottom line arbitrary...
2: is, if somebody is not getting hurt and and I'm not hurting anybody's property, then there should not be a mandate or a law or a rule having anything to do with it. And boom, when, and it's a straw man to say, oh, we need laws to make sure that people don't get killed and stolen from. Like, okay, of course we do need them laws, but we don't need anything else.
6: Look at heroin. Well, Who's hitching to do, do heroin, heroin without Kyle a law? Wagner? You know I mean, what I mean?
2: Yeah, that's
4: sort of the libertarian position is, you know, do what you want as long as you're not hurting anybody else. Exactly. It is more complicated than that because we have um, private property lines. And we have rules about what what property owners can do on their own property. Even you know, you're not a sovereign citizen on your own property. Like you can't kidnap a girl and put her in a cage in your basement and say, you know, I'm Lord Matt and I own. I'm the king of this property. Is that what so, is that what you think
2: sovereign citizens do?
4: I mean, it would theoretically be possible, right? Because yeah. who, no. who who can tell them no? Who can tell them she, no? The, he's hurting no one, somebody. Well, no That's one can the tell them no.
2: He's hurting somebody
4: though. Well, that's, so that's why society forms governments to say, "Hey, sovereign John or sovereign Matt, you're not allowed to do that."
2: Yeah, we already established that we're for society being against people doing that.
4: All right. Well, that's, where gov- that's what government does. Government's that institution which actually no government that out. is that
2: institution that tells you to do everything else in your life. You know what I
4: mean? Well, it also bans kidnapping and arrests kidnappers and puts them in
2: cages. But we could do that without government is what I'm saying. because all the bullshit that comes along with it, like we can definitely handle I mean not you're... killing each other without <laughs> like all the bullshit that comes along with government. Uh, no, I really I, I'm, disagree I'm not with trying you. to fu- fundamentally change the Kyle Wagner here. Yeah. I understand <laughs> that you're set in your ways. Yeah. Um
4: you're assuming everybody's going to do what you, what you want. No, no. Society
2: and can have repercussions. Soci- the I'm way cool society with
4: that. does that is we form a government and then we argue
1: That's over the what the. And Then we let them, let them the way do it has everything done else. It. That's the way it has done it in the past. But we've also had monarchies. We've, so, we've also had tribal warfare. <laughs> <Right>. We've also <laughs> had like to all sol- these
4: horrible things. Well, since you mentioned tribal and warfare, and that doesn't necessarily
1: justify
2: what's going on now. To, to solve the way us the from killing each other, we need to form a government and let them walk all over our lives
4: not walk all over our lives but they need to do what government's designed to do which is protect people
1: I mean, but our government isn't even obligated right now to protect No, people. yeah,
4: that's the problem. That's where I, I go I know at. you guys like, are going to go back to that court case and say they're not obligated or whatever, but in the court of public opinion, they are obligated, and that's why you see people so outraged that, like, this guy in Florida... Dude, the court who of public the court opinion... The wait,
2: who's the judge
1: that I go to for of public opinion? Dude,
2: like that's the fucking opinion. nap, dude. Let's the, the court nap, of public opinion is the nap. The court of public opinion is what can control
1: murders without government. The court of public...
6: Right. That's the collapse. Magnus the public is not subscribed to the NAP. I'm just saying, the court of public opinion well, yeah, because save they've 17 indoctrinated, indoctrinated kids by public the 17 <laughs> well, kids. Well, you guys lives. have been
4: indo- indoctrinated by libertarian literature. I mean, all thoughts and ideas it's that we have are the result of, like... Dude, I believe been, okay, this shit since can. I was,
1: like... indoctrination is forced indoctrination. Dude, I believe right? this yeah, shit got, since yeah.
2: I was, like, five years old, and I had a rough-ass life because of it. So, like... I definitely was not uh, propagandized by libertarian literature. I didn't start reading that shit until like yeah. ten years after I became thing, an anarchist. And that's
1: that's an interesting point because like the thing about most libertarians is like, you know, most of our parents are not libertarians, no. right? So mm-hmm. we weren't like indoctrinated into it. It was, you know, we got out of school or whatever and just hurt heard you know either it was saw Ron Paul on TV or wound up on some forum or facebook or early facebook or whatever and we came across these ideas like very voluntary as like voluntarily as you can get as far as like encountering ideas whereas like like, you go to school for you know 18 years or whatever and you get indoctrinated into this like all american presidents are heroes and you know like
2: a little bit
4: a lot most, it most, of, the a class, lot of, most of the classes are non political you know math and and um i mean okay yeah you, fine. i'll give you history there's but definitely some proper the whole structure of yes. the school it's they have structure. you
2: barking like a dog like john taylor gatto says in the like hidden curriculum as he calls it like they're training you with the whole structure and how they make you say silent and get up and move at the sound of bells yeah. and all that yeah. and D- Dave smith
1: was talking about on his podcast he was talking about another podcast, "School Sucks" podcast. You ever heard mm-hmm. of that? Yeah, that's a good one. It's yeah. really good. And it was talking about how like the whole genesis of public schooling came out of uh, the the Prussian Empire, yeah, because cool. they were finding that like they couldn't convince soldiers to go to war for them, because they, were they like,
2: exported that all over the world. Yeah,
1: so then they like developed. They were like, okay, well, we have to just basically brainwash them from the get go under this very structured thing where you know. The state you know the the state is the master, and like nationalism is king and all this shit, and it worked, so they exported it out and like the oh, what was the guy's fucking name that invented public schooling in the states? what was his name? was it Dewey no well or uh Horus. Horace. Horace, Horace, yeah. Horace Horace man Horace man, That's but Dewey okay. Dewey came along after Horace and has like Dewey the, mod- the modern one <laughs> no, I think it's a different guy. Oh, yeah, it's, an, it's an interesting, but but it's but you know it's <laughs> history. It's, it's it's but it's the it's the structure that surrounds, and then you have Common Core now, which is that like on, on steroids, essentially. It's it's that like nationalized. So you think of, like, they want to
2: educate children that they're the that that's their goal with public school?
1: Yeah, I think so, and <laughs> I think uh,
4: you know, like we look at private schools too. I mean, when we have young minds and young children, we always teach them what we know. Well we, I'm, we not, I'm not i for our the, like knowledge. religious
1: indoctrination either.
4: We we pass our existing human knowledge on to the young. I mean that's the process. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you do that in I, public school or private I agree, school. cuz it's the same school.
1: it's it's still but a here, process here's the thing. of
4: knowledge transfer. But but
1: here's here's what I'm saying though and this kind of relates back to the whole you know is is gun control racist? Like right now it it isn't it might not be like, the laws we're trying to pass aren't necessarily overtly racist. Like, they're not thinking in mind, like, how do we keep the black man down? They might not be thinking that. I don't think they are. Just like with public schools now, they're not thinking, like, well, how can we... Uh, not everybody. I'm sure there's some element of the government or whatever that's thinking well this say way. can't <laughs> but, uh, uh, but, like, the teachers or whoever, like, the administration, they're not necessarily thinking this way. But the fact that it was... At the genesis of the structure, and the structure hasn't really changed much. You know, you're still you still got to stand up you're and pledge allegiance to kit. the flag, yeah. and you gotta, you know, the teacher is the authority, and to question the teacher is to get sent to the principal, and and, and everything
2: goes... they learn about history and politics is garbage. Yeah, well, there's that, oh, that and it's, it's just
1: like everything is just like you have to memorize this. This mm-hmm. is this is the fact. You memorize it, you regurgitate the fact, you win. You get the GPA. It's not like, you know, and there's exceptions to this, of course. There's some good teachers. You have to write creative papers. I had to do a lot of that. Yeah, there's some of that. There's some of that. But, like, most of the time, it's just, it's just, unless you take, like, a creative writing course or, you know, you get deep into, like, AP Lit or something, typically you're just regurgitating shit. You're just memorizing, you're just. It's just following the rules, you yeah. know, and which I'm also saying, does help
4: condition you for work to become a worker, you know, because then you have to f- take orders from Not an entrepreneur, though. Not an entrepreneur, but um to be a, most people become workers, but it's voluntary so it conditions. But yet we have this, this showing up on time, yeah. doing the assignments, doing your tasks. It, I'm not going to argue. it's I mean, it is conditioning. It's teaching. It's training. It's you can say, conditioning. but that's a good thing. You think? I mean, it's kind of hard to imagine a society where we just didn't t- talk to our youth and we just let them run wild. But that's I mean, no, that's not what it is. That's not what, not, it not that's not it. It. what that's we want to do. You know, unschooling,
1: I mean, man. Like, there's other ways to educate children. I mean, you don't necessarily need to like herd them into f- a fucking oh, building shit. like in. I don't, adult.
2: I have a bunch of like, I, I a dozen people in my in my personal life have children and none of them go to school.
4: Are they all homeschooled?
6: Yeah. Well, yeah. I just and well, heard some of them crazy. go to
2: Montessori schools, and they are affordable. It's a private school. Yeah. The, well, that one family I know, they live in a bus, and they send their
6: children to a Montessori school. Wow.
2: So, you know, but that's I just not something. The state that of
6: Maryland just passed this. Only rich uh, people. Introduces bill. And, sorry to interrupt. No, but you're like, good. You're good. But like introduces bill where now it's like requiring homeschool. Uh, yep. Homeschooled parents have to be monitored twice a year randomly of how they educate their kids.
4: I thought they already did that, but I guess I was no,
6: wrong. No, it's like it's, instead, it's, I think it, I, dude, don't take my word as gospel, but I think it was at the end of like, a, and it's in Maryland, yeah, I think. Yeah, and this yeah. is just in Maryland. Like Maryland, like I said before, Maryland ranks, of the, you go to the Freedom Index of states, Maryland ranks dead last in uh, schooling uh, freedom. Mm. And it's so bad, and like to think that now that they're gonna have state agents coming there, and be like we need to make sure you're conditioning these children this way. Yeah,
4: yeah. and again, you can spin anything in a, a different, an opposite light. You could say, well, they're worried about neglectful parents who aren't really yeah doing being anything. Control you know you I freaks, neglectful like, parents. Like, who
2: gives a fuck about any of that? No. Like, oh we're trying to come up with some control freak ass excuse to get in people's lives. Yeah, that's always well, that's like because the you know,
6: argument. Dude, that people I know a come lot of with. neglectful I parents. Yeah, is... I know a lot of neglectful parents and. And most all of them can't wait to send their kids to school because it's a daycare. Right, because it's then, a daycare. You're, then you're offloading. They're offloading. So, exactly. so the like, most... Or odds are you yeah, are the, invested yeah. so in like child. I, And that blew me away because I used to be the opposite. I used to think the opposite way about homeschooling. And I used to think it was like, oh, man, these parents are just negligent. They don't care. And then now, like, growing up having kids, seeing people having kids around me, like, I know some people, like, just random people like I'm friends of friends with, and, like, they can't wait. To have their kids in school. And all they do is just trash their kids and like, Aww. oh, like and it's it's terrible. Man. Like I'm like, God, you know your kids gonna read this, you complaining about them or you posting a picture of them freaking out or a video of it, like, and they're just like, I just can't wait for school on Monday. Like, I can't wait to send these kids away. And it's just like that. So it's like, so I feel like when the state, when they say, I feel like it's just like what John was saying, like, it's they just want to interfere in your life. They want to keep an eye on you and make sure you're doing your you're doing most what of the people who
2: homeschool, especially nowadays, are like, fuck you, the government. You yeah, know what I mean, like they're doing shit that is different. Like they're, uh, you, you know, they're, they're reading they're, Mises exactly. They're <laughs> doing shit like that. I but, mean, hold on. Here's the I thing, am though. going to be my friend's kids' history teacher coming up. Like, yeah,
1: I mean, doesn't it say something that I mean, how many of you heard about Mises when you were in high school? I did not. Dude, I didn't they, didn't they don't even heard. teach Adam that Smith. in college. You heard about? <laughs> they you heard about even... like Karl Marx. They never heard, heard about, about fucking Marx. Mises. Yep. Is that, that, that is that on
4: purpose? I I don't know. I mean, he <laughs> he really struggled in academia to get a foothold to become accepted. He's still not accepted. This is Mises, not Rothbard. Rothbard yeah, yeah, yeah. Rothbard be taking the anarchist position is actually way more blackballed academically than Mises. Of course. Um, but. You know, a lot of his ideas are still even his philosophy is very, very controversial. And um, you know, teach the controversy. <laughs> but I think part of it's just fame, just a lack of fame. He, his name just—he was a bigger name in Europe, but that never transitioned to America. You know, and he wasn't an American; he was an immigrant, an Austrian immigrant. Yeah. So guys like Milton Friedman, you might have heard of. I heard of Milton Friedman. Uh, I didn't yeah, hear about him in younger, school. Yeah. I didn't hear about him in school. I never heard about I, you never any heard of his guys.
6: name, but it never really. But never here's really the thing, registered. though. I mean, he also he, think about it. Mises fought for you know the the Austrian government in, you know World War One. So yeah. I mean, like he was Jewish too. A lot of like anti-Semitism around that time too. Like he was very discredited from the jump, and he made a lot of appeals to. You know, he like I I wouldn't say compromise, but he kind of compromised a lot. You know, and. It's just, it's towards the end, but then he got back to it, just depending on who you talk to and what you listen to. So it's, you know, I never heard of these guys, though. I never heard about any of this until my late 20s. Never. Anything. About yeah. at all.
4: Well, the and Mises remember, Institute was the one that really kept these ideas alive and kept these authors alive and published their books. It's true. And, and
6: that's why I'm so grateful. I really like the Mises the, Institute, the, even though I don't really disagree with like Hoppe and all these other guys. But like, I think the first time I heard about libertarianism, I was at fucking HF Festival in 2002 goldfinger was playing no uh, newfound glory like just random bands i wouldn't see and these guys were passing out these pamphlets to everyone and, and like i was with my dad my dad took me and i was like libertarianism like what the hell is this and It was the first time i heard about it, and i was what i was like 14 15 Interesting. that was the first time i ever heard about anything and and my dad could barely just say yeah they're just like crazy they're yeah, like they're crazy. Just crazy like i don't i don't know what he said but he just i remember the word crazy being thrown around <laughs> so. some libertarians are pretty crazy yeah. I don't know what you're talking like about. Like oh, me. Skip. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Can we skip the next one? Just oh, It's over over two hours. Let's yeah, we're getting Matt in. wants to talk about...
0: Uh,
2: wait,
4: Shekels. Jew coin?
0: <laughs> oh, I mean... Uh, it's like, just like, a real quick... Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean... <laughs> Like, like
2: Big Why e? don't we have Jared talk about it so we don't <laughs> get in trouble? Dude, it, dude, that's racist.
3: That's
0: racist, dude. Wait, what is this, like, Big E channeling in? He's what is using it? his What's J card, on, man. Jared, you want to talk about this new crypto?
4: I don't know talking yeah. <laughs> about dude. All right, all right, all right, all right, all
0: right, okay, <laughs> It's not my okay. coin, bro. Okay, okay, not my coin, bro. Whatever, dude. Okay, so, don't like, don't like, coin like, me, bro. Uh, okay, so the other day I was, like, uh, on CoinMarketCap, and I was checking out, like, new coins. And I was going down a list and I, I saw that there's like a new coin called the shekel <laughs> like, or like like it, 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 I think it's just called shekel. and like the three letter abbreviation for it is Jew. <laughs> <laughs> and like when I, when I was looking at it, it was going for like uh I, I think it was like one point three cents or something. And I, I think now it's going at like two cents we heard r- earlier. So I mean, it, it's already like close to doubled. It, it's, so are it, you it, shilling? It, it, are you
1: done with Nexus now? Or are you just shilling, shilling for shekels? <laughs> shilling no. Shekels. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm just, I'm just saying, like, like, dude. I think it's pretty funny, and I think I I might want to buy a few (laughs) shackles, you know. And and I, I, like, I I can see for the humor alone. I I think it could go up in the next year, but you know, like, 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 how well Dogecoin did, you know? He's bullish on uh, (laughs) shackles. Yeah, it's digital Jew gold. Okay, so I mean, if if you want to buy into Jew gold, now it's your chance, dude. Yeah, I do want to say, I do want to go
1: back to what we were talking about, muses briefly. (laughs) Okay. And as it relates to cryptocurrency because I follow a lot of guys on Twitter and like as you know, like a lot of the big guys on in the space in the crypto space are libertarians mm-hmm. you know, which is why oh, yeah, there was a, sure. a, a debate about it. Um, and I have like friends that are you know kind of like centrist or whatever and they uh, they're but they're also into Bitcoin um, yeah, mainly because it's like a way to make money mm-hmm. <laughs> but All right for now. Uh, but uh anyways, you know, they're they're into it and like we follow some of the same people on Twitter and you know, there's one guy his name's like Jamison Lop. He's like one of the big Bitcoin guys, like yeah, Bitcoin Core. He's I mean, he's been on Tom Wood's podcast, like he debate he debated Roger Ver. Yeah, that's where his name sounded familiar. But dude I mean he's a straight up like Myzesian, you know. I mean he's an anarchist so I guess in your sense not Mazzizian but, yeah. <laughs> but like you know he'll talk about you know Austrian economics and like why this is more than just like yeah the technology is super cool behind it but the real reason why you know it's why it's it's such a monumental thing is because it's actually a currency that follows that that sort of like I guess follows the Austrian rules in quotation marks I'm doing here um, you know, because it, you know it's scarcity. It's scarce. It's basically like proving out, in a sense, Austrian economics. Um, even though technically Austrian economics is a descriptive thing and not a predictive thing, but still, it's it's meeting sort of,
4: the definition of money. Is that what you're
1: trying to say? Well, and it's just showing that, like, you know, as you know, supply, demand, scarcity, all this kind of thing, competition, like all this kind of stuff, is um, kind of getting proven out by at least buy bitcoin i mean he's a definitely like a bitcoin maximalist which is like bitcoin's the only cryptocurrency that matters interesting um and there's another guy there's like a few guys like that that have a shit ton of followers and will occasionally like throw in these little tidbits about like sound money and austrian economics and like all this shit and i just it's 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 kind of indoctrinating I mean, but it's like a good indoctrination you know
0: i mean because well, you the, can
1: unfollow you're not forced to go to twitter school with this guy
0: you know yeah, you're but, following him yeah but you're like, also like, an adult now yeah and you're an adult well, well yeah well, well one thing i want to say when, when you're talking bitcoin maximalist i mean isn't that doesn't that usually tend to be people who have like a lot of bitcoin
1: i mean probably yeah <laughs> I mean if you were why would you not if you were a bitcoin maximalist.
0: Yeah. But um I, I mean I mean, I mean it's the same I, way like Peter
1: Schiff is yeah, going to argue for gold cuz he's got gold He's got a lot of gold.
0: But, I am just pointing out that, 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 that there is somewhat of a bias there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um I mean I tend to look at the reasonings that are provided. Yeah, cuz everyone's got a bias. So.
5: Yeah, everyone's going to have but a bias. So like, I I look
1: at the I look at the reasonings um sorry uh, i got distracted real quick. uh i look at the reason the reasonings that are provide the reasons that are provided um and they make sense but it's like i i don't i don't know the future um yeah. you know like i would yeah. like for nexus to be successful i would like for bitcoin i mean those are the only ones i really care about ultimately like <laughs> nice, uh, other ones i don't really oh, fucking yeah. i mean ethereum's cool but ethereum just seems more of like a tech than like a currency yeah. with like their their D apps and all that shit, it just seems like it's cool. Like the block, you know their you, you know their implementation of the blockchain is cool, but I don't see it. Yeah, I mean like long lasting.
0: Like li- li- for, for me, I'm invested in Ripple and Stellar, but uh, I really want to see uh, Bitcoin and uh, Nexus. Yeah. D- d- do well. You yeah, know? Um, do you I, like I- Nexus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Breaking news Matt Bergman likes Nexus. And, and, and so does Lord Vibes, as he wishes to be called. <laughs> I
2: never requested that name. Uh, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So I I think like like for for this week we we were pretty much wrapped it up. This is like a fucking like 2 hour and 10 minute long podcast so far. So I'd like to remind everybody that we have a uh, Patreon now and Jared knows all about that. <coughs> Joe. <laughs> uh yeah.
1: <laughs> So I'm trying to get those shekels. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be accepting the shekel coin. Yeah, but well, seriously,
0: like, we're, we're just trying to keep the lights on here. You know, we've got uh, shit. You know, as you can see, we had technical difficulties last week. And uh, so, yeah. This week, too. Yeah, all yeah, well, this week. Yeah, like, we're trying to do that. And uh, one thing we're also trying to do is uh, produce more content. And th- this will also help us with that. Yeah, so, so it's patreon.com slash
1: punkrocklibertarians.
0: Yeah, so uh, this is uh, an awesome way, like, if you want to if you want to help us out or if you want to hear more episodes of the podcast or and, both. And you could get
2: involved in the show. We're um, going to set up a secret group for like top tier Patreon subscribers and you can contribute to the show by suggesting... Ideas that you want us to talk about or stories that you want us to talk about for the week. So, and you can like, uh, you know, yeah, make like, fun of whatever debates are happening on Facebook during the week with us and things yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean,
0: or, or even potentially come on the show, you know, so, and, yeah. uh, you know, we're all about having uh, new people on. So uh, just hit us up. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to improve this stuff, you know, like, like hardcore because we really enjoy doing it and we like talking about the message of liberty. So, um, we also have a website over at the daily com. So if you have something to say, you know, we're, we're one of the few websites, uh, that, that I know of, at least that will accept like article submissions. So, you know, we're all about just like providing a, a podium for uh, Liberty writers to spread the ideas of Liberty. And that's what we're all about. Um, and, we also have T-shirts over at uh, libertariancountry.com. And you can see uh, right. Phillips wearing Phillip one tonight. Got one, yeah. I got yeah. One today. So, and and also, if you type in the code PRL or the code PRL podcast, you will receive a ten percent discount. And until next time, live free
1: or die.
3: Stay this is good free, free. The, free it's the blood that is shed, Dreging the flags of the tax mobs in red. It's by a few at the expense of the many do the gods in the dead machine You can't justify killing by economic gain For God's country, and democracy You can put freedom in ten points In a fight when we stop the truth Then bring them home I believe that you Will do the best for you And I believe that we Have the power Have the power society of individuals Nothing more than non-interference With with natural rights What's a virtuous person Fully comprehends the non-aggression principle The violence of the state becomes Absolute